MMR's President Seed Podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's News Update with Kathy Romano. It is Monday, the 26th day of June. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. There was a big celebration in South Philadelphia on Sunday for the hundreds of construction workers who helped build I-95's temporary fix. Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro, Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney, and others showed their appreciation for those workers and their families at Xfinity Live and Live Casino and Hotel. The food provided at the event was catered by Northeast Philadelphia Eatery, Sweet Lucy's Smokehouse, and Cran Irish Inn, both heavily impacted by the collapse. <clears throat> Thankful for the recognition Workers call the recovery a testament to teamwork. Sunday marked two weeks since a fiery tanker crash uh, resulted in a section of the highway collapsing. An ambitious goal, the temporary rebuild, happened faster than anyone expected. What you did was uh, you inspired a city, a region, a commonwealth, and a country in showing them what hard work, what hard union work could lead to, said Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro. Contractors and union workers worked around the clock. No one quit, no one let down. Whether it was rain, Father's Day, or family commitments, it was 100 said the president of Buckley and Company Incorporated. Shapiro also made special mention of our scratch-off giveaway that one morning. Oh, so yes. It really kept oh, the morale good. up. It's an inspiration. Yeah, and yep. that's, that's how you make magic. Yep. <laughs> the Phillies also honored first responders and construction workers before Sunday's game. I'm proud of this civic pride we all took in this project, and it's something we cherish. It shows we can do big things in Pennsylvania, Shapiro said. Work on the permanent bridge will begin this week. SEPTA is said to receive a massive federal grant Monday to help modernize its fleet. The $80 million in funding will include an initiative for zero-emission buses. The money will also be used towards safety and power upgrades to six SEPTA bus districts. SEPTA and government officials will outline the improvements at an afternoon press conference hosted by the Federal Transit Authority. They will also discuss the importance of SEPTA to the community following the I-95 collapse in Tacony. Philadelphia is offering prospective lifeguards one more chance to get a job at city pools this summer. The Parks and Recreation Department is offering a final certification course this week with a goal of hiring 30 more lifeguards. The class will take place at Kelly Pool in Fairmount Park where candidates will train in an Olympic-sized pool. This year, the Parks and Recreation Department did a massive recruitment campaign for lifeguards after experiencing staffing shortages for the last three years. And both you and Casey highly recommend that as a summer job, right, Kathy? Oh, it was. I, that's all I did every summer since I was 15. And they, tra- uh, they was, trained you, right? I was a lifeguard. I mean, I went through the, the Red Cross training. Oh, okay. I, I'm assuming that's what, that's what they're doing. I think that's what you have to do, but it was the best job I ever had. Wow. I mean, besides the one you have right now. Besides this one as an adult, um, (laughs) but as a kid, that was was the best job you could do. I mean... It was awesome. Right? Like, it was awesome. You were in the sun all day, you were swimming, you... You're hanging out with your peers. Yeah. Yeah. And you're in charge of everybody, too. You blow that whistle, (laughs) they listen. Yeah. You're mini tyrants. Uh, So, yes, they did this recruitment campaign this year. Uh, The department says that they do have more staff than last year, that it did work, but the city says currently it has uh, more than 350 working lifeguards and it's on track to open all 61 of its working pools this summer. Workers say the extra staff will be crucial to a safe and accessible summer at the pools. It will enable the city to extend hours at some of the pools if they have this additional staff. Did you ever get carried away with your power and get everyone out of the pool because of the undertow? (laughs) <laughs> in addition to lifeguards, the city is also looking for pools maintenance staff. Uh, candidates must be 18 years or older for a maintenance position. In sports this morning. You're 
sacks are young. All sacks are young. The Phillies came back to beat the New York Mets 7-6 yeah. yesterday afternoon right. at the ballpark. After Mets third baseman Brett Batty made a throwing error in the eighth inning, reliever Jeff Brigham and Kyle Schwarber uh, hit Kyle Schwarber and Trey Turner uh, with the bases loaded to force in the tying and go-ahead runs. Trailing 6-3 in the eighth, the Phillies scored four times against the Mets bullpen and rebounded to take a two of three, take two of three in the series. The Phillies walked three times, were hit twice, reached on an error, and had just one hit in the four-run inning. They're off today uh, as they head to Chicago to open up a series at Wrigley Field against the Cubs tomorrow night. Ranger Suarez will get the start at 8.05. On Saturday night, the Union beat interim Miami CF 4-1. Up next, for the Union is a trip to Atlanta to take on United FC. The match will be on on Sunday, July 2nd, and it's set to begin at 4 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. And welcome back from the weekend, friends. Hopefully everybody had a good time this weekend. Yes, yes. It was very enjoyable. Uh, got some uh, nice weather uh, down the shore and some messed up weather here. It was. Actually, it was nice yesterday in the afternoon for the uh, CCF uh, Take Steps walk that I hosted. That's but right. On the way home. Yeah. I mean, seriously severe weather. I mean, almost like pulling over type of weather. So some nasty stuff coming through. And we have another taste of that taking place. Was it a good turnout? Today. It was a great turnout. Oh, awesome. Beautiful day. So At the it, link, right? It, yep. Ended yeah. up being wonderful. Um, but we're set for some fresh stuff this week. We have a new Word of the Week prize. And it is a pair of tickets to Moulin Rouge, the musical. Friday, July 7th at the Academy of Music and Hotel Stay that Ooh. night at the Bellevue in Center City. Nice. I saw Moulin Rouge, the UFC event, and that oh. was very entertaining. All right. This is a little different, yeah. but it's still a live event. This is going to be Friday, July 7th, which is cool. And uh, keep in mind, it's a short work week this week, so yes. I guess we'll give it away on Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Yep. So it's a short week, four-letter word for you. Uh, and other than that, we got some recaps to do uh, from uh, the weekend and uh, just to uh, move forward. It's forward momentum. Bagels here. and such. Bagels cool. and such for everyone, please. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a quick break. Come back in a second. The entertainment report is on the way and a stupid question as well. Welcome to Monday. We'll ease into it together and we'll be right back. Yeah, we want to go for a ride in the car. Our tail is so wagging right now. Take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. 
free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one carat lab grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earthborn diamonds. Well, you're right, but Steven will never sell a lab grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earthborn diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Wow, I just uh, I just glanced at this. Sometimes I don't, on, on Mondays, I don't even look at what we have to give away until it's time to give it away. For the stupid question this week, a pair of tickets to see Bruce Springsteen in the E Street what? band. Wait, what? Uh-huh. What? Show number two, what? Friday, August eighteenth at Citizens that's Bank Park. Awesome. That's what? huge. Uh, that's normally not the stupid question prize. No type of thing. What? It's usually what? you know. What? Do we need to check that? Yeah, are we sure we're giving away the right prize? I'm doing what? it. It's right there. Okay. And, and and if that's a mistake, what? it ain't what? my fault. Yeah. So here we go. What? Question that I have for you this morning is, and it's an easy one. Wait, what? You're gonna go with an easy one? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know. It's the only one I have. Okay. All right, I'll, I will fine tune it for the rest of the week. Right. Ask it in Latin. When actor, when, uh, what actor died at only age 24 when driving a Porsche Spider? Okay. Oh, I know. Can I answer? I want to win. Two one five two six three WMMR. Let's go to Casey on line one. All right. All right. It is. All right. What actor died at only age 24 while driving a Porsche Spider? Two one five two six three WMMR. Going to mention some birthdays while we await your answer today. Being the 26th day of June, birthdays include Sean Hayes. Okay. I love him. Yeah, he's I just, just in town. Yeah, he also. I was. I was talking to Brian from yep. Forest Photography on Friday night. He and his wife just saw him on Broadway. So it's be excellent, right? I oh, had no Broadway. idea that he had won the Tony. I is had it no someone get hot? Uh, no, what is he in? No, it's Oscar something or other. All right, um, but he plays. Uh, he plays. A, uh, it's a real he life. Plays Oscar Petraeus. Uh, yeah, Pistorius. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good night, Oscar. I oh, think. Okay. okay. Yes, I've heard. Oh, and he's—I didn't realize that was him. And he no. is in real life a concert level pianist. Didn't know that. And uh, not only uh, so, he won the Tony. He's and, playing Oscar Levette. Yes. Yeah. And so, I mean, he plays these these major concertos, and 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 at, when the shows are over, he has to like ice his arms and hands down. Like, we do yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. we do. Yeah. We do. By the way, different the, reasons. The proper term is piani player. Piani. He's a piani player. Yeah. But anyway, no. I, but he's only doing it until August. So if yeah. you want to go see him on Broadway, you got to do it now. He's fifty three today. Sean Hayes, uh, Chris Isaac, the singer and actor. He pops up in movies from time to time. He has to ice his penis. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he's a good looking fella. Yeah. No, but he was in, I recently showed my dad uh, the series from the Earth to the Moon, and I forgot he's He's in that. He plays one of the astronauts. That's such a good series. It is. Uh, So he turns uh, 67 years old today. What was the video you sent me of Wicked Game recently, Steve? Oh, Uh, it was was Jack Black? Yeah. Yeah, it was Jack Black. Yeah, and uh, Kyle Gass. Kyle Gass, yeah. Yeah, It was hilarious. (laughs) Uh, It's Derek Jeter's birthday today. Mm. Talk about a nice penis. Uh, (laughs) This is true. He used to have a uh, a, a parting gift bag. A parting gift bag to his sexual conquest. Uh Uh-huh. You know, there was one person who uh, did not vote for him on the uh, Hall of Fame ballot in the first time. Somebody said, no, nah, he's not good enough. I, oh, yeah? I, I looked it up over the weekend. There was only one player who's ever gotten in on the first uh, all-unanimous vote on the first ballot of the Hall of Fame for baseball, and that was uh, Mariano Rivera. And somebody saw Jeter's name and they're like, nah. Wow. Maybe next year. No, thanks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, thanks. Derek Jeter yeah. is celebrating his 49th birthday today. Uh, actor, no, thanks. Actor Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> 
Uh, scent of a woman, obviously, that was huge for him. Uh, NCIS Los Angeles is where he currently calls home. Batman Forever. Yep. He is and, a, uh, and Batman and Robin. 53 today. Patty Smythe, oh. lead singer of the band Scandal. Uh, wife of John Mac- John McEnroe, by the way. Great voice. I, I had a huge crush on her. You got to tell her. Um, I did, yeah. yes, absolutely. And she was really, really cool. She actually kind of helped out in my radio career. Yeah. Uh, as I went to a uh, listening party and she was there and I met somebody important who helped me take steps into uh, getting a, uh, a a major market radio. I job. am feeling good and I hope you are too. That's all yeah. she needed to hear. Uh, but she turns uh, 66 years old today, Patty Smythe. Jason Schwartzman. Ah, we love guy. Yeah. Uh, and is he in Asteroid City? Because yes. he's always in those uh, Wes Anderson Wes Anderson movies. Uh, so Rushmore obviously uh, was was huge for him with that. Uh, I heard Huckabee's and um, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. He's great in that. He turns forty three. He's a great interview. Just a super nice guy. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Speaking of directors, another great director. Uh, there will be Blood, Boogie Nights, Magnolia, some pretty intense movies. There will be Blood is a uh, tour de force for performances. Uh, with one of the most bizarre wrap-ups of it's a movie, yeah, weird, yeah. He's I, that's a great movie that I don't like. Yeah, I know yeah. you mean. You know, like, yeah. uh, uh, there will be blood. Okay, okay. I look at it as dramatic kingpin. Your milkshake. <laughs> drink it up. I drink it up. What the hell does that mean? It's it's basically he's he's showing his power, his alphaness over okay. because he's drinking the milkshake. It just. It seems like someone ordering at a fast food place. Okay. Did you see the movie? I did. Okay. I don't, again, not a whole bunch uh, yeah. retained there. But, like, okay. I, it's like the time the guy called me a ham and egger, and I was like, okay. <laughs> what I know mean? I know that you're insulting me right now, but I don't know what that mm-hmm. means, so. Well, have a milkshake. Yeah. <laughs> a milkshake. I drink your milkshake. <laughs> I drink it up. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson is 53. Mick Jones. If I have my time again. With big audio dynamite there, but uh, The Clash, obviously. Uh, I saw them in concert a couple times. Big and audio dynamite? Super fun, yeah. Nice. Uh, he turns 68 years old today. Uh, Billy Davis Jr. of the Fifth Dimension. Uh, and Marilyn McCoo and Billy Davis, Davis Jr. yeah. He is, he, he's 85 years old today. I remember they were... They were uh, they would, they were a favorite of variety shows, yeah. and uh, they were always in concert. I, I, I was a fan of The Fifth Dimension. Did you like Yeah, they were stuff? good. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, Nick Offerman has his birthday mm-hmm. as well. Uh, Parks and Rec, Fargo, husband of Megan Mullally, and one of the greatest television show episodes, mm-hmm. in my opinion, ever was his episode in The Last of Us. It was something else. It, yeah. If you've not seen it, you don't even have to see the whole series. Yeah. You'll get an idea of what's going on. But it's so loving and so touching and so um, and it's so wild to see him yeah. in that role and nailing it, doing a great job. And his partner is the guy from White Lotus. The yeah, first season. who takes a dump in I, the luggage. I know, but like, so that guy, that character only has a mustache. Yeah. So it, it's kind of funny how like a mustache will completely change the, you know, the yeah because by yeah. the end of the episode i was like and then i found out it was him i'm like oh my god i had no idea that was him uh-huh. yep so uh, nick offerman is 53 today aubrey plaza mm-hmm. turns a year older as well in a white lotus yep she was in the second season uh she is 30, Parks and Rec. 39 <laughs> correct yep and uh scott pilgrim versus the world there we go it was uh, jason schwartzman's birthday 
Uh, and then we have two people that celebrate a birthday together, and they were both on the same television show together. Ariana Grande. This is the part when I say I don't Jeanette McCurdy. Yes, they since left show business, right? Uh, they were in I or they were both on Sam and Cat together, yeah. which was kind of a spin-off of iCarly, I think. Uh yeah. I don't know if it was that same character that Jeanette McCurdy played on iCarly or not, but anyhow. Are they the same exact age? Thirty years old today. How about that crap? That's pretty wild. Yep. So happy birthday to everyone. And let's see if we can get an answer to the super question. Like I told you, it was pretty easy this morning. Uh what actor died at only age twenty four when driving a Porsche Spider? Two one five two six three. WMMR is the number, and our first caller in is Ken. So we're going to go to Ken. Hi, Ken. Good morning. Good morning. Preston, sorry to bother you at work. No, man, <laughs> no problem. Hey, do me a favor. Tell me which actor died at only age 24 while driving a Porsche Spider, please. The great James Dean. James Dean is correct. <laughs> Ken, you ever seen Bruce? You ever seen Bruce Springsteen in the East Street Band? I've seen him four times. Four times? Well, add another to that list. It will officially be five. So we're going to set you up, bud. You got tickets. Hang on the line. And the show is Friday, August 18th. This is show number two at Citizens Bank Park. And tickets for Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, Wednesday, August 16th, and Friday, August 18th at Citizens Bank Park. Available at phillies.com slash Springsteen. If you didn't win now, we'll do it again tomorrow morning. Your chance to win. All right. At the box office this weekend, number one was Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, followed by Elemental, The Flash, No Hard Feelings, Transformers Rise of the Beast, six was Asteroid City, and then you had The Little Mermaid, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, The Blackening, and Boogeyman to round it all out. So second week for Flash, it drops to third. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty rough. bad. Hey, yeah. I also w- I want to mention, I, j- I noticed this uh, over the weekend, but The Machine, Burt Kreischer's yes. movie, is now available it, to rent. It is. It's streaming, yeah. And uh, so if you uh, love Burt and you want to, you know, you want him to have success because he really is a great guy, you know, you can rent it now. Absolutely. That's all I wanted to say. All right, authorities recovered human remains Saturday at the Mount Baldy Wilderness near the search, or in the Mount Baldy Wilderness uh, near the search area for actor Julian Sands, uh, who's been missing for more than five months now. Uh, Hikers found around Mount Baldy uh, discovered a body around 10 a.m. and notified authorities. The body was transported from the wilderness to the uh, county coroner's office for formal identification this week. The statement said that no other details were available Last weekend, the Sheriff's Department restarted its search for Sands with more than 80 volunteers, deputies, and other sheriffs uh, combining or sheriff staff com- uh, combing the Mount Baldy wilderness. And despite using two helicopters and a drone team, the team was not able to locate the 65-year-old. Sands' family had said earlier this week that they were very grateful to all those who had helped to locate him. They said, we continue to hold Julian in our hearts with bright memories of him as a wonderful father, husband, explorer, lover of the natural world and the arts and as an original and collaborative performer. You mentioned drones. Drones have become an absolute essential now for these searches. And they're they're finding, obviously, you can send a drone up and cover a great distance. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're finding more lost people because of them. Yep. Sands, an avid hiker and mountaineer, told The Guardian in 2020 uh, that he was happiest when close to a mountain summit on a glorious cold morning. He also told the publication that his most treacherous experience occurred during a hark- hiking expedition in the Andes, above 20,000 feet elevation. He said that a storm came in, and he said some guys close to us perished. Wow. Uh, in the months since Sands was reported missing, 
Uh, the Sheriff's Department completed eight aerial and ground searches, but severe storms in the first few months of this year dumped several feet of snow onto Mount Baldy and hampered the search effort. So they haven't officially identified, but they're assuming that it was. Yeah, the odds are pretty good. Now, I saw this story on Friday, so I don't know what the latest is. I didn't see anything pop up, but Bam Margera has reportedly cut his latest rehab stint short amid plans to go to Las Vegas. I think if, if you're serious about beating your addictions, Vegas, right? Yeah, yeah that's of course. the place to go. Yeah. Uh, he had been getting help at a detox center in San Diego where Lamar Odom previously sought treatment but didn't want to, quote, complete the program. This is going to crush Lamar. He reportedly left the facility earlier last week and uh, told friends he wanted to spend the weekend in Vegas. And it's unclear if he actually made it to Nevada. He was last seen in public on Thursday when he took his girlfriend Jessica to eat at Nobu in Malibu, California. You know what they should do? They should set up a clandestine rehab facility that from the outside looks like a full casino. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and like Maybe they'll so do it. all the cocktails are actually mocktails, mock. Yeah. yeah. And everything is there, but it's it's all designed to help you beat your addictions without you even knowing it. Yep. Uh, Margera appeared in photos at the time to be in good spirits and even gave a thumbs up to paparazzi. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, so this was fun. Giants franchise quarterback Daniel Jones had himself uh, a night on Saturday while on stage at Zach Bryan's concert in <laughs> Queens. Jones was seen singing in front of a microphone along with the crowd during the show and uh, putting his arm around the country singing star. But their mutual admiration only goes so far, it would seem, as Bryan immediately said, Go birds into the microphone <laughs> yep. as Jones stood alongside him. I don't yeah. even know if he knew it happened. Like if I don't think funny. he did. Probably I, I had not. Listened to it a couple times. I'm like, oh my god, he said, "Go birds." And, and did, did the crowd didn't even really react? It was he, very quick. Yeah, it was just yeah, a little yeah, yeah. dig. He just threw it in there. But I had know. listen. I don't know anything about uh, country music or Zach Bryan. I'm going to. He's going to be my new favorite country yeah. artist. But uh, <laughs> apparently, he like has a house here, or lives so here. So he was. He was yeah. born and raised in Oklahoma, but currently calls Philadelphia home after purchasing a small house here. Now I don't know exactly where that is. So born in Oklahoma, moved, moved to Babylonia. Yeah. Moved to Babylonia, King Tut. When he was um, here, when he performed at Philly a month or so ago, there were a lot of there was a lot of Eagles love at his show, and he was wearing like Eagles gear. Wow. And, uh, I follow John Clark on Twitter, and John was supposed, I think John was at that show, but he's posting that Zach Bryan was doing a lot of like pro Eagles stuff that whole whole concert. So he apparently tweets about the Eagles and the yeah. All the time. Yeah, yeah. Very He's cool. Yeah, yeah. Here you go. Marissa's got a comment. He lives in Fairmount. My uh, friends have found him. He's very <laughs> handsome. They think he's cute. He, I think he moved in with his girlfriend. Okay. He's dating a Philly girl. But he's well, like, he's kind of... Uh, anti, like, the big band. Like, he doesn't like local radio stations or anything like well, that. Well, when it so comes ever, to country, right? we're right next to a country station. Yes. Talking <laughs> to our friends down the hallway, they've been trying to get him in. So if you ever bump into him in Fairmount, I hear he frequents the bars around there a lot. Oh, okay. Tell him to come to the radio stations. Okay, and here's uh, here's the clip of this. <laughs> there it was Go right birds. there. Birds. Go birds. All right, and then we'll continue on with a little bit of Eagles news as well outside of that. Carson Wentz sparked an immense backlash as he posed next to a dead black bear during his hunting trip in Alaska. Hmm. Uh, The former Super Bowl winning quarterback said that he completed a bucket list item when he hunted a black bear with a bow and arrow. Uh, He posted uh, the... 
picture and said, got the opportunity to spot and stalk Black Bear in one of our new favorite places on Earth, Alaska. Talking about him and his brother. Yeah, right. Uh, and he wrote, incredible trip and an incredible animal. Uh, black bear hunting is legal in Alaska. So it wasn't breaking the law. As long as the state's hunting regulations are followed. Uh, while Wentz was pleased with his kill, not everyone was happy with the former eagle, as you can imagine. So there was well, a, the bear's widow wasn't too happy. Uh, yes. You're a murderer. Uh, but somebody had wrote, it, wrote, incredible animal, so you kill it. Makes sense. Uh, Wentz isn't the only former Super Bowl champ to take down a big animal. As ex-Bronco defensive end Derek Wolf killed a mountain lion in January that was, quote, wreaking havoc in a rural neighborhood. It was killing pets. Uh, Wolf was uh, called upon to stalk the giant Tom. And after taking down the big cat, he had the meat processed and ate it. You remember when Dorothy Hamill killed a moose with a chainsaw? <laughs> sure, sure. That really, that hurt her career for a while. There was a little bit of blowback. Yeah, yeah. But she got past it. She got past it. Yeah, so, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is a great line. It says he was aiming for a deer 15 yards down downfield. <laughs> so he accidentally he shot, killed shot and killed a bear. I, I, was, I was aiming for the deer. Oh, that's so good. That's so great. All right, John Hamm and Anna Osceola have tied the knot. Uh, the pair were married at Anderson Canyon in Big Sur, where the Mad Men series finale was filmed on Saturday. And according to TMZ, stars such as Billy Crudup, Tina Fey, Paul Rudd, and John Slattery were all in attendance. It must have been a fun wedding. Yeah, they probably did the electric slide. Hamm and Osceola reportedly met on the set of Mad Men in 2015. Uh, but didn't start dating until 2020. They may have done the electric slide. There's some surprising things about uh, John Hamm that we found out recently. That's he's a, right. He's a big fan of uh, Vanderpump. Vanderpump. Rules. He's a pumper, and he's uh, he's into that uh, reality stuff. So uh, the couple confirmed in February of this year that they were engaged, and now they are Aww. husband and wife. Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker shared the sex of their baby via Instagram over the weekend. Uh, she sat on the Blink-182 drummer's lap in a video posted to the social media platform. We got something to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we, Travis? Yeah. <laughs> Shortly after oh. Barker began a drum roll, blue streamers flew into the air, revealing that the pair are expecting a baby It's going to be a streamer. Yep, no, so. maybe it's going to be a girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're going to have a boy, so they're having a baby boy. So, yeah, we're looking at the video now. He's doing a drum roll, and then I guess they set off the little streamer thingy. I haven't watched this yet. I, I just can't get enough of them. Oh, wait. I can right. get yeah, enough yeah. Oh, of them. Oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Blair Underwood and Josie Hart were friends for 43 years before they got married in the Dominican Republic on Saturday. Uh, Hart said uh, it was surreal and magical, his vows, uh, to hear him say the words. He said I to love me you, babe. For, over, uh, for, for our forever was incredible. Did you hear that Courtney revealed the sex of their baby? <laughs> what? Uh, he's one of those impossibly good-looking dudes, yeah. Blair Underwood. Yeah. Uh, between our children and all of them giving toast, the fireworks right after our first dance. I like toast. The entire day was just beyond my expectations, she said. I don't know why I have an opinion on this, but uh, he wore a white tuxedo to the wedding. I Unless the bride, his uh, bride-to-be, said, hey, I want you to wear this. You're not. The I'm sure she had input. Right? There's no oh, yeah. way you're not. You're gonna whip that on your bride without running it. You know. Yeah. 
No, yeah. unless it was her idea. I think it was probably her uh, idea. I hope it was her idea. Uh, the pair met when the uh, Set It Off actor was 16 and were longtime friends before they began dating following their respective divorces. Who could believe this would happen? So they have been friends for 43 years and they just got it's married. It's almost 44 years. In a recent interview with them, uh, Kiki Palmer discussed why she doesn't feel the need to release an official statement about her sexuality. Uh, she said, why the hell do I have to declare to you who's laying in my bed? Doesn't Kiki's that, right. Doesn't that sound crazy? So who are you sleeping with? Uh, she says in a clip shared to her Instagram page on Saturday, she said there's no one way or right way to be authentically you. Having a safe space for community is both beautiful and important, just as it is to honor our uniqueness within our communities. Being you in all the ways is the greatest freedom, and it's your right to be as open or as private as you want to be. Kiki, um, Kiki, uh, when she appeared on SNL, that's when I, I turned around on uh, my appreciation of Kiki Palmer's. Yeah. Very talented, very funny, and she did that crazy thing, Preston, on SNL. She actually learned her lines. What? She did not read she from She didn't a have to read off the cards. Nice. Uh, actress Tia Mowry and her ex-husband, Corey Hardick. I've never heard of this. This is interesting. They have a strict agreement in place when it comes to introducing new partners to their two children. So they've split. They have 5-year-old Cairo and 11-year-old Cree. And their di- divorce paper state, and this is, quote, absent agreement to the contrary, each party is restrained from introducing the minor children to a new romantic partner until that party has been in an exclusive relationship with the romantic partner for at least six months. I kind of see the merit of yeah. that. I do, too, you don't do but a it's kind of, this unique hey, to this have it. the chick daddy's banging. But it's <laughs> unique to have it written in right. legal uh, papers and right. an agreement to say, you know, because if you want to get all nitpicky, you could say, you guys haven't been in an exclusive relationship for six months. It's only been five and a half months. You know what I mean? So... But it, I like the idea. I like the agreement. Well, that. I think it's, it, it, it makes it, and if they feel it has to be codified that way, that makes yeah. sense. But I would say this, it's, I, I've never been in this situation, but I think if you're a kid and you're seeing people coming in and out of, sure. you know, it could be a little weird. It could also be kind of difficult to make that happen. Unless um, you play it the right way. I don't miss my daddy. Can you <laughs> buy me a toy? That no, might be cool. I could do that. Uh, Dermot Mulroney, and we have audio of this, I believe, shared his solidarity with the writers on strike during an appearance on The View on Friday. Following his interview, the My Best Friends Wedding star said, are we going to break? And uh, do we have the audio? We, we should, yes, yeah. Yes, we do. Yeah. And uh, I'll, so I'll play this as, as they were headed to commercial. Okay. This is my best friend's wedding. Are we going to break? We're going to break. Okay, sorry. First, I want to do this symbolically in support and solidarity with the writers. Right. I'm going to walk off your show. Oh, Thank okay. you. I'll see yeah. you on the yeah. picket lines in oh, July. Okay. So the view. All right, so he did it as just a, uh, a, a demonstration, yeah. The view gets away with, because all the talk shows are not, all the late right. night talk shows are not on, and they have writers, and they do talk as well. The View manages to squeak through because they're considered a news show. Right. That's how they do it. Okay. Yeah. He's uh, the uh, president on Secret Invasion in the the new Marvel show. Yep. Ah. MCU. Wait, what's Secret Invasion? It's the Sam Jackson, Nick Fury uh, oh. coming back from the Spaceship uh, series. When really is good. That, when's that supposed to? It started, on. It started yeah. last Wednesday. I'm lost. I know, First yeah. episode. I don't even know these things you know anymore. I'll, I'll say this, Preston. Um, 
the MCU's gotten really complicated and a little confusing, right? Yeah. This brings it back down to Earth, literally. Like, okay. it, it's people characters. I mean, there are scrolls and whatever the hell else. But, like, it, it, this is a spy show about uh, Nick Fury and um, uh, and uh, Don Cheadle and, and you know, that, uh, that area in the MCU. And I think you'll like it. Okay. Cool. So Don Cheadle is playing himself, or he's playing uh, uh, War Machine. He's War Machine again. Yeah. Okay. Mari Povich, the talk show host, famous for saying "You are not the father," revealed to TMZ he is launching an at-home paternity test yeah. business oh, God. called. <laughs> oh my God! Called the results are in. That is the name of it. <laughs> I mean, uh, he should, he should he have really done should. this a decade yeah. ago. Uh-huh. Uh, this news comes nearly a year after the final episode of Murray, uh, the uh, Murray Show aired. And Povich said in a video, I don't know if we have audio of that or not, but he said, uh, I've been around paternity testing for more than 20 years, so I know exactly what's going on and how we can help those people who are looking for fathers, fathers who are looking for children, fathers who don't think they're fathers, and fathers who think that they're the fathers. And he said, we can unite families after a long period of time. Uh, he That was it. That was his whole living for decades was mm-hmm. paternity tests. And um, you felt filthy watching it, but you would get sucked into it, you yes. know? Yeah, you couldn't help it. You wanted to know. I want to know if this guy's the... Uh, yep. And I love the just explosion of energy when the guy finds out he's not the father. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in an interview with Express UK, Casino Royale director Martin Campbell revealed that Henry Cavill's uh, almost landed the role of James Bond. I would have been, com- well, now m- mind you, this he was up against Daniel Craig at the yes. time, so uh, Daniel Craig was phenomenal, but I would love to see, even now, Henry Cavill be James Bond. He said he looked great in the audition, his acting was tremendous, and he said, and look... If Daniel Craig didn't exist, Henry would have made an excellent Bond. He looked terrific. He was in great physical shape, very handsome, very chiseled. He just looked a little young at that time back then when he had uh, auditioned. And now they're saying he's kind of aged out of it. But, you know, I would... If we got a couple of good Bond movies, yeah. well, it's not like he's you know walking around with a walker with tennis balls yeah. on it. And you don't have to play Bond for a decade. No. You can just do, like you said, a couple of movies. So... No, sir. <laughs> All right, and then one last story. Elvis Presley's stepbrother. Yeah, what's going on, man? Uh, believes that the late singer died by suicide. Really? Uh, yeah, so... Uh, I never heard that, not me. Well, that's this is new. So uh, David Stanley alleges in uh, Elvis Women, a new Amazon Prime documentary about the king of rock and roll, he said he premeditated taking the medications that killed him. The 85-year-old uh, had claimed... Love, hurt, pain, exposure. He just couldn't take it anymore. Uh, By the way, Stanley was the name of the husband on Three's Company. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, King. That's right, man. I just want to help you out there. You know. What was her name? Um, uh, Mrs. Roper was... Gloria? No. No. Was it Helen? Helen. Helen Roper. Okay. Helen Roper, man. All right. In the series, which premiered in May, Stanley alleged his step-sibling couldn't carry on uh, amid fears that his alleged relationship with teen girls would be laid bare in a book. Man, I always read it until they were 12. Uh, Stanley, a former member of Presley's Entourage, was reportedly in Graceland when the performer died of a heart attack as a result of a drug overdose in August of 1977. Uh, and he said this, This is, and I'm not familiar with this documentary. He said, his taste for young girls, age 15 or 16, made me sick. 
He said it. Call, he called it a miracle that uh, the singer wasn't busted. Stanley then alleged he got away with things most people didn't because of his money, fortune, fame, and power, charisma, and magnetism. He said Elvis could talk the socks off of you. Uh, the documentary, which includes interviews of uh, with women claiming to be pursued by Presley at a young age, also examines his relationship with Priscilla Presley. I never even, honestly, I didn't know this guy existed. No, I didn't either. I've never heard of him, but apparently he was part of the, you know, the crew. Um, and, uh, Elvis's estate has gone on slamming the upcoming film, calling it a, uh, calling it horrible in a statement. That's on right, right. It's poppycock. Uh, and in fact, um. Chukum and Huey. An official told TMZ, it feels like a college movie. The set designs are just horrific. It's not what Graceland looks like. This is a documentary, though, which is interesting. Is it I, a docudrama? Um. Or a dramumentary? Let's see what it says here. Elvis won a new Amazon Prime documentary. That's says. crazy, man. So How do you get Prime? I don't know, man. How do you get Prime? You just yeah. sign up for it. Is that it? Is that simple, man? That's all you got to do, man. We live in a wonderful world. That's right. <laughs> well, some of us do. All right, let's um, let's go to the clips now. Let's go to the clips, man. Yeah. want to hear what those celebrities are talking about. The Bachelorette. You like that, Joe King? I like it, man. Yeah. Uh, no, it needs to be a little bit younger, though. Uh, is back for its 20th season. Put him in the 12 to 13 range. This time featuring uh, Charity Lawson, a fan favorite contestant from season 27 of The Bachelor. Season 27. Uh, in this clip, she talks about what it means to be, for her to be authentic. Ah. Authentic. It's all about authentic. Even in front of the cameras. Here we go. Oh, it was real. I mean, I've, that's the only thing and the only way you can go about anything like an experience like this is to be real. And I was like, I don't know what I'm, I really don't know what I'm doing. And there's no right way to do any of this. But it's like, I know who I am and I have to stay true to that. Oh, shut up, woman. <laughs> and you. And you. Uh, about remaining authentic. Season 20 of The Bachelorette appear, premieres uh, tonight on ABC. Wait a minute. Oh, season 27 of The Bachelor, mm-hmm. and it's only season 20 of The Bachelorette? How in the hell did that happen? I didn't know there was that big of a number difference. Interesting. It's crazy, right? That's right, man. <laughs> How'd they do that, man? They ended up with more bachelors. Man. Here's the next clip. The animated film Batman, The Doom That Came to Gotham follows an alternate 1920s Batman up against a different sort of enemy than the supervillains he's used to. And here, uh, Tati Gabrielle describes her reimagined sidekick role. Here we go. Kylie is, so she's young, you know, a young girl. She's very strong. She's very smart. She's very bold. Um, and she sort of acts as, as Bruce's conscience, conscience through this. So that really drew me in. And I was like, oh, I get to be an accomplice to Batman? Like, couldn't ask for anything better. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Batman, the doom that came to Gotham, uh, starts streaming on Max today. The DC um, animated house, the stuff that they turn out is pretty awesome. There's a ton of great stuff out there. Yeah. If you're a fan of any of the graphic novels, um, there's there's an animated movie equivalent of a, I, I guarantee you, there's a ton of that stuff. All right, and that's the last story in the entertainment That's good, man. That's thank, fun. Great to you. start a Monday, man. Appreciate it, Elvis. So... We got to shake your hips, man. We got a uh, we got some movie screening uh, passes. Oh, what kind of movies, oh. man? Indiana Jones. Oh. And oh, that's it. That's a talkie, right? That's right. That is a talkie. Yeah, people do talking. Are these the last ones? No. Have, oh, There's okay. A whole other page. All right, then I will take five callers right now. Two one five two six three WMMR, and we will give you tickets to go. Now it is Wednesday night, uh, seven p.m. at AMC Nishamani. Uh The theater doesn't or the film doesn't hit theaters until Friday, so you're in uh, advance of that. So AMC Nishamani. 
7 p.m. Wednesday night. We'll take those five callers right now. 215-263-WMMR. We're going to take a break while you're calling in. Hang out with us, please, on this Monday morning. We'll be right back. What's new? Glad you asked. Foo Fighters. Mammoth WVH. Finger 11. It's me and you. It's you and I. Together I. New music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. So, uh, Steve for- uh, forwarded this uh, story to me, which was kind of interesting. It's about a, uh, a guy, janitor, uh, works at a New York lab. And at some point, he got tired of this beeping noise uh, that he heard. <laughs> uh, so, he decided to shut off this piece of equipment. And apparently, while he was looking for some peace of quiet in the process of doing that, he... Destroyed a million dollars worth of merchandise oh, by turning off a freezer. My. Oh, no. Critical research. It was at the Cogswell Building at uh, Rensselaer Polytechnic Institute in New York. Wow. Uh, and he was working for the cleaning services, and he said he heard annoying alarms. What's with all these alarms? So he opened up an electrical box and shut off the circuit breaker, and it sent the temperatures inside the freezer to dump uh, to jump from negative 112 degrees Fahrenheit to negative 25 degrees Fahrenheit. Wow. And it caused damage to believe to at least a uh, million dollars worth. But uh, the university is seeking an unspecified amount of money in the lawsuit against the janitors. They're going to sue the janitor? I think they're not going to get money. Maybe the janitor. No, no, no. Against the janitor's third party contractor. Uh, there, there we go. Okay. Uh, the lawsuit says a majority of specimens were compromised, destroyed, and rendered unsalvageable, demolishing more than 20 years of research. Oh, no. 20 years. The freezer alarm had been triggered by a mechanical malfunction that stopped the unit from maintaining a constant temperature. So repairs for the freezer, which held cell cultures, samples, and other elements to further analyze photosynthesis uh, to improve solar panel development, had been scheduled for September 21st. In the meantime, the suit argued a letter hung in the freezer explaining the source of the alarm with instructions on how to silence it. said this freezer is beeping as it is under repairs. Uh, it said in all capital letters, please do not move or unplug it. Right. And um, he did. Yeah. So therein lies the topic of I turned off this and destroyed that. Oh, I- or I unplugged this and that happened. 215-263-WMMR. I have a story. Oh, oh. please, you first, because uh, I have one as well. To share with, so I was working at a uh, radio station in St. Louis. I was the music director of the radio station. And so part of my job was to prepare the music logs for the day. And that's what I mainly use my computer for. So uh, that's just to make sure that all the music plays in a certain order. And and there's artist separation and all the stuff that you have to do when scheduling music. So um, in my office, the music director's office, uh, there was the... um, the unit, the computer unit, was right next to my desk, okay? So, and I had been doing this job for months, and I realized, you know, I never 
I never turn off my computer. I never give this thing a break. It's running all the time. I can hear the fan, and I don't. I don't I'm not on it all the time. You wanted to protect the machine from I was wear and tear. Just giving it a break. Yeah. So I reach over and I hit power button when I was done doing my work, mm-hmm. and I didn't think anything of it at all. <laughs> Turns out. That's the main server for the entire radio station. No, no. Okay. Yes. What? And uh, <laughs> therefore, anybody who had any unsaved work oh, no. that they no. were that they were in the middle of, <gasps> it was gone. Lost it. Oh. Did you do no. this? You did this during the work day, right? Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, like I turned it off and then I, I left. You know, yeah. I, I went. I, I don't know if I had to go do my shift. I don't remember exactly. But have a good day, everyone. But imagine you're in the sales department yeah. preparing a big proposal, and then all of a sudden, literally, the monitor just shuts off it's in front of you. We're going to close the McDonald's account with this proposal. <laughs> <laughs> so I shut it down. Oh, and no. So how... Some people were mighty pissed off at me. How was that? How was restitution handled? I didn't get case? in any like, right. real trouble or anything right. like that. I just got a, you idiot, you right. know, kind of talking to, what were you thinking? I'm like, I didn't know... It was it was my own private office. Why put the server in my room? Right. You know, I had no idea. I also didn't know anything about computers. This was probably 1994, well, 93, a lot of people didn't know about well, that. I certainly yeah. didn't know anything about internet because that wasn't really going on at oh the time. Uh, but, yeah, I shut down the whole thing. That's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. I had, and I clearly remember, it's one of my favorite... Uh, um, so, well, yeah, it's a bittersweet memory of my mother. Uh, it was in the basement of our house growing up, and I'm in the basement, and I'm doing things, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I wanted to plug in the uh, the record player at the time, and I'm, I'm uh, moving around, and there's boxes that I'm moving, and I see a cord that I can't determine, where's that thing running to? And it goes, it, it snakes in behind boxes, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to follow this friggin' thing. I unplug it and plug in my uh, my record player down there, and then if I had followed that cord, I would have followed it around to the meat freezer. Mm. Oh, no. Yeah, and <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of dollars of meat just right. wiped out. And How I, long did it sit before anybody noticed it? A long time. Okay. A long Days? Time. Maybe a week, a week, two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so so <laughs> my mother, all 109, <sighs> 10 pounds of her, was furious because she, you know, she had everything storage and freezing and everything, Tupperware. And I remember her half-assed... Trying to hit you, right? Jab me in the stomach. (laughs) And and I'm like, my mother, if she threw her entire body weight in, it couldn't have hurt me. (laughs) But it it was just, it was just that I disappointed her so much and destroyed all that meat. Destroyed it. Yeah. All right, so this was different. And I've told this story on the air before, but I I will tell it again. Uh, And it, it has to do with something being unplugged. Oh, my God, was I so mad at this. <laughs> my best friend, Steve, and I had spent uh, hours. We were playing Sega PGA Golf, and uh, <laughs> we decided to play a full tournament, okay? So right. to play just a round of golf, and the, and the speed at which uh, the video games moved at that time was a lot slower than it is now. So to play a round of golf... Uh, took a couple hours, probably, yeah. uh, for us to play a full 18. And so... So a, a tournament is four rounds. Right, four right. Four rounds of golf. So we've put in like seven, eight hours of playing <laughs> this game straight through. We're on like the back nine. We probably have like three or four holes left to go. Mm-hmm. And the way you're my, getting there. The way my Sega Genesis was set up in my apartment, 
it, it was on the, uh, for us, because everything was attached by cords, okay? We didn't have any wireless, wireless controllers. No. And so we had to set the, the actual Sega Genesis unit up on a coffee table <laughs> in front of us. And and that meant that the cord was suspended. It was kind of up in the air. Sure. Okay? And uh, we're sitting there playing, and my idiot girlfriend at the time, Burnt Rubber. Oh, Burnt uh, Rubber Girl. Teresa. Uh, yeah. Comes walking across oh in front of the TV God. and kicked the cord out. Oh, no. And unplugged it. And I'm like, we were oh. furious. But that second. Furious at her. And she was just like, what? What's it? I'm like, like took no responsibility whatsoever. Tried to pl- like put the blame on us for one reason or another. And I was just... <laughs> Wanted to, you wanted to strangle her. Uh-huh. Smell like burned rubber. <laughs> <laughs> Your cooter uh, smells like NASCAR. That's what I've been sitting on this for a year, <laughs> yeah. but now's the time. <laughs> I should have told her. There's a there's a pause when that happens though, and you're thinking, can this be saved? Can this be oh, saved? Oh yeah, yeah. Can this uh-huh. be saved? Forget it. The, it. It was the power cord. That's and why it just came out in video games, Preston. The my earliest f- favorite thing was manual save points, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Where, you, where you could, oh yeah, you, where you could just let's you click it every couple of seconds just to make sure you save. That all it evaporated when it, the cord came out. Yep. All your effort, it was gone. Here's a text that says the freezer that stores pig eyes for surgical practice. Uh, for Willis Eye Hospital, yeah, or is the, it Wills? Wills, the Wills, the, Wills yeah, Eye Wills Hospital, Eye, yeah. the preeminent uh, hospital for uh, eye stuff. Will Eyes Hospital wet lab was uh, turned off oh, no. because <laughs> it has a loud fan, <laughs> and the pig eyes thawed. Cannot describe oh the stench and cleanup <laughs> needed after the, that particular nightmare. It's like, would you wander into a place and because you hear beeping, would you just shut stuff off, like, like? Right, uh, you would no. I mean, if, well, like, wait, like in our oh. if it was our office, yeah, like I, I would hit buttons without determining like, what it was. And I'd be like, oh, sorry. Marissa will fix it when she gets here. <laughs> Hang on, this must be the texter. This is uh, Marie uh, who's calling in now. Who I uh, just read that text. Hi, Marie. Good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. All right, so that was your text I read. That was my text that you read. Yes, that's correct. All right, we and- had a. Go ahead. Sorry, Preston. Yeah, we had a lab going on. One of the doctors was giving his lecture. It was being recorded, and the fan on the freezer was too loud. So we turned it off and forgot to turn it back on. And the following morning, we had to put N95 masks on to go into that room. There was 50 or so pig eyes, unused, thawed out, more than 100 used, thawed out. And Oh, it, it still kind of smells in that sub-zero freezer when you go in there. So the story that you mentioned earlier about someone turning something off made me text you guys. Marie, so could you bread up some pig eyes if you had to for just a, just so they got a second use out of them? Or there's, there's no use past what they were meant for, correct? There's no additional, even if, if they thawed, you can't repurpose them, right? 100% cannot reuse them. So had you have just shut it off for the duration of the lecture and then turned it back on, you would have been fine and was leaving it off the whole night, correct? Absolutely. Uh. It's a blunder. <laughs> All because of a fan. People shut off stuff a lot of, you know, the, the annoying fan. Like the fan, you're... Preston, in your case, your uh, the server you shut off probably had a fan that was running as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's what made me think of it. As right, I yeah. looked down and I saw that thing running, I'm like, that thing can't run all the time <laughs> like that. 
Let me fix that it. That thing's going to break. <laughs> you know? <laughs> God. Here's a text. Somebody says, I was trying to fix my dishwasher that didn't work, so I flipped the breaker off. Uh, that seemed to only be for the dishwasher alone. We have a few kids. Uh, so the repair took several days with the breaker off. After almost a week, we realized that the chest freezer in the basement was also on this breaker. Oh, no. I ruined it. Six months worth of breast milk. Oh, my God. Man. Sincerely, Dead Man Dan in West Grove, oh, no. Pennsylvania. Oh, Who's... man, it's hard. it's hard to come back from that, from yeah. breast milk. Yeah, especially the, the yeah. wife worked so hard to pump that, and then Honey. it's gone for good. Uh, let me go to Mario. Mario, good morning. Send Send <laughs> Go to set this world on fire. Oh, my God. That's, That's ancient. What's up, bud? So, listen, similar to you, Presbo, I was in, uh, I'm in college, and this is back in the day before, like, anybody knew anything really about computers. Like, mm-hmm. so you might have a computer in your dorm room, but you don't really have a printer. So I go to the computer lab to actually print something out, and my computer, like, freezes up so i don't know nothing about it uh, i tried the whole uh control alt delete situation that didn't work so i go up to the you know the attendant or whatever and i say hey man i need some help he's like oh just uh reach underneath and, and push the button i was like oh okay no problem so i reach underneath and i push the button to the power bank cord not to the computer oh, no so small gasp of no as soon as the whole row of computers oh, went flat no. everybody lost whatever it was they were working no. on the blood drained out of my face i slowly crept back into my seat and i'm like Oh no! What happened? Yes, yes. That's all you can do. Yes. What'd you do? You, you, <laughs> yes. I don't yes. care how oh, ethical. What'd you do? <laughs> how moral? How ethical you are? At that point, you lie. You oh yes, to. without question. Yeah. 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 Well, and by the way, in your defense, you can't say there's a button underneath. Exactly. <laughs> you, and, and, and nobody knew. Listen, at this point in time, if somebody was to say, "Hey, hit the button underneath," I knew what they meant. Like, yeah. I'm on the tower now. Right. This is, this is legitimately in 2002 when this is like all just kind of real news yeah. to all of us. We're talking like the AOL Instant Messenger Day. You know what I mean? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's roughly when my incident happened as well, Mario. It was like 93, somewhere in that range, and I didn't yeah. know anything about yeah. that stuff. So I'm but... in good company. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, right, thanks, Mario. Oh, yeah. By the way, I had, even in, uh, oh, yeah. it was like 95, uh, a, an engineer came in uh, to the radio station, and he goes, he goes, where's your server? And I go, I go, server? I'm like, I didn't even there's know. There's a lunch. Well, I said there's yeah. no restaurant there's no here. Restaurant. I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. Uh-huh. And this guy thinks we have an on-staff server. He's like, no, it's a computer that runs. I'm like, oh, oh I don't know, man. Yeah. You're a computer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Here's another one. It says, one time my parents went on vacation, and I was supposed to uh, house it. Uh, but I did... I didn't one night, so I found out that their power went out uh, after a thunderstorm. And the next day, I went there, and they have an outdoor pond with a pump that needs to oxygenate the water for the fish. So I got there, and all the fish are dead. (gasps) And so my parents did not speak to me for an entire year after that. Oh, what? Oh, that sucks. He killed all the fish. Uh Uh-huh. 
Uh, I didn't realize that, by the way. So that's obviously in an outdoor, like a koi. Was is that what he was talking about, or was it inside uh, aquarium? I think he's talking about a, pa- he's outdoor a pond. pond yeah. Outdoor so, pond. Yeah. yeah if you see if you see bubbles coming up in a pond, they have an aerator in there, right? To keep. But sometimes that's to it has to do with the algae, but I guess yeah. also to keep oxygen. I in didn't the, realize that. Water, yeah. Yeah. Well, here, like taking the radio station off the air, that's a huge deal. There's a lot of people who have done that one way or another. Well, yes, definitely. I've I've experienced two spills in my radio career that have taken things off air. Uh, one of them was uh, Sarah Clark at WDRE, dumped a big thing. She had thought the orange juice, she was shaking up orange juice and thought the cap was on, went all on no. the board. I mean, gone. Yeah, yeah. gone. For like a week, we had to we had to broadcast from the uh, the production studio. Who locked themselves out of the studio? Uh, I know a couple of people that like, have done that it too. it was off oh, air and, and they were locked outside. Happened here. Yeah, here, and I think at... at at DRE in Jenkintown, yeah, yeah. yeah. Having Brian, but I forgot who did it here. I think it was Bubba John. Pierre was tells it? that story, yeah. We'll have to ask him when he gets in, but um, I think that <laughs> Bubba John was, was hitting on a girl and left the studio. Right. Oh, is remember, this is you on uh, Rittenhouse Square. Rittenhouse Square. Yeah, and I believe... Yes, he, he did. He went uh, down to, like, get her a drink or something. I'm, I'm getting some of the details wrong, I'm sure. He was going to let her in, I think. Yeah, and then he came back up, and he had, not only could he not get her in, he had locked himself out. <laughs> And it happened to somebody here, too. Uh, I did it, but, yeah. But that moment, if you've ever had that door closed. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like, ah! Ah! Uh, what do you do now? Ah! Wait, wait a minute. I got it. I got to hear this. Let me go to Chris. Hey, Chris, good morning. Good morning. Sorry about these guys at work. Now, nah, what's up, my man? <laughs> so, <laughs> I was in the Navy, um, and one of the ships I was on, we had gas turbine main engines, Okay. They're run by uh, electronics enclosure, and I had to do maintenance on the offline gas turbine. Okay. So I opened up the uh, enclosure, grabbed the handle to turn the uh, the electronic controller off, and it was the online engine. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you shut the engine off? Yeah. It went south pretty quick. <laughs> All right. So let me ask you this, Chris. Was this uh, was this ship at sea at the time? Oh, yes. we were. Oh, there. my God. Oh, my. You were where? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's... Uh, that that breaks out a whole thing of um, engineering casualty control because something you know catastrophic happened to the engine. Oh. You know, there could be fire. There could be this. <laughs> yeah, there was. So, no way of- Preston asked, "Where were you at the time?" I was right in the engine room. No, yeah. where was the ship? Oh, yeah. Where in the world were you? Yeah, middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Okay. <laughs> Did now? I'm sure you have uh, you know superior officers and people that you report to directly. Did the captain have a sit-down with you about this? The captain did not, but my division officer was. <laughs> okay. I'm sure he did, and yeah. he let me know. Yeah, yeah. Well, as they say, S rolls down. <laughs> yeah, it absolutely does. Uh, oh, it absolutely did. And I'm sure it all never, landed on ever you. lived that down. Oh, sure. God, you poor thing. <laughs> Dude, and did you know the moment you did it, or did it take a little while for you to find out what happened? Oh, no, it was instant. As soon as I did it, the ship starts coming to a, a <laughs> house, alarms. Oh uh, alarms are going, because as you said, to, to the ship systems and the redundant systems, oh that appears to be a catastrophic failure, correct? Exactly, exactly. The moment that you hit a button or throw a switch and then you hear, eh, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Turn it back on really quickly. Yeah. Knowing, I, I'm an electronics guy, so I know that that's going to have no effect whatsoever. <laughs> but you do it anyway. Oh God, yes. Oh yeah. my God. You panic, of course. That's hilarious yeah. and tragic. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. All right, we'll see you. Let me go to uh, Casey. Hi, Casey. Good morning. Hey guys, I got 
scared because Dracula. Because Dracula. <laughs> of course. All right, Casey, what's your story? Uh, well, so I had a HVAC guy over at the beginning of the season to work on our AC, and he was vacuuming some stuff out, asked if he could uh, plug our vacuum in the room. I said, sure thing, go ahead and plug it in. Three days later, I noticed there was uh, water leaking out of my freezer. No. Uh, oh, man. About, yeah, probably almost a year's worth of meat gone. Oh. I had just gone shopping and stocked it up. It was it was disgusting. It smelled so bad. We, but we didn't even notice for two or three days. You know, you know what, you know, Casey, because there's a couple of stories. I had my own personal story. You can you can get those little tags that go around the, uh, the power cord where you can write on it what it says it's connected to. <laughs> And I think a lot, a lot of people yeah. would save a lot of meat. Said, my partner said that guy's never coming over to work on our AC again. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. It's a good idea to label those things. Thank you, Casey. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Have you guys, do you guys ever have a, um, uh, one of your switch controlled outlets? Uh, you know what I mean? Like yes. a, a light you, switch. Oh, yes. Yeah. So did you, I, I didn't know this until we had, uh, had our, until we moved in our house, you know, 18 years ago or whatever, but. If the outlets are upside down, that that is usually a uh, a switch controlled outlet. They put it that way so it stands out from the other ones. I don't understand what you mean. I, so you mean so the, th- the three prongs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if, the- if it's if it's upside down, if if the actual uh, plug in doesn't look like a face anymore. So so Nick, like this right here. If you yeah. look behind us, the one. So oh yeah yeah. So that's upside down. The ones in here, right? And that might be controlled by a switch, a switch. somewhere. So, so uh, really? the people that that install those will do that, just so you know which ones. Uh, oh. so little, do you ever? Do you ever have? So, I it's in our house right now. So, uh, I'm sorry. Complete your story, and I'll tell you mine. All right. So, I, in my bedroom, uh, the 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 um, outlet that is located most conveniently to put a television and yeah. cable set up is one of those switch-related right. ones, one of the upside-down <laughs> ones. It's not on the other side of the room where one would logically put a lamp. Right. So whatever, that's the way it is. So I have that hooked up. And any time that we have people that come stay over, a lot of times they end up staying in my room and right. I move somewhere else, I take tape and I put it <laughs> over. It's it's three light switches. Right. And I put tape over the light switches and I put a, a post-it note <laughs> that says, do not flip the switches. Because once, that once that's done... It turns off the TV, it turns off the cable, mm-hmm. and then you have to reboot all that. And reset oh, everything. Yeah. And, and reset everything. So I, it, it, but, but I have no choice but to use that particular plug for that, but I've chosen to manually write up there, don't touch this. So uh, you, you, you've, I'm sure, had a situation in your house where you're downstairs, you flick the switch, you go up, yeah. you can flick it. So uh, on the third floor of my house, at the base of the steps going up to the third floor, there's a whole row of lights. Mm-hmm. So you can turn on the stairs light, the mini hall light, the closet light, the bathroom light, and the light in my wife's bedroom. And there's no, you just have to go through the whole row, yeah. looking up and down yep. to figure out what's what's on and what's off. I've got a bank of like four or five, <laughs> one of them that's five, and I, I still, to it's this like, day, after 18 years, am not exactly sure which, which one which controls, controls what. I just flip them all on and I start flipping them <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah. Yeah. Preston, I, uh, I think, I th- I'm sorry, uh, Casey, I think that this has changed over the last years. I think that they're now s- installed upside down. A bunch of people are texting and saying that that's what the new code is. Oh. The, the way that we have them in our studio here uh, that look upside down to you, that's now the standard way of actually installing them. All of them? That's what the, these a bunch of people are texting in. Oh, okay. Out, upside down. Not uh, in my house. Outlet is code. Yeah, I don't know. That's like 15 years maybe. Uh, but point. you're probably still under years. the code upside down at night, Raccoon's Delight. Okay, yeah, yeah. that must be it. Oh, okay. 
All right. Well, uh, let's see. I want to go next to, yes, I wanted to talk to Jeff. Hey, Jeff, good morning. Yo, Gadzook, guys. Yo, bud, what's up? Oh, man, years ago, I worked for an electrical contractor, and we'd go down to Channel 12 and work at night, you know, when everybody's out of the offices. Well, one of our bozos accidentally flipped off a breaker and took Channel 12 off the air for a few hours. <laughs> oh, really? Took Channel 12 off yeah. the air for a few hours. Was it, uh, yeah, was it to their like, transmitter? Yeah. Oh, my God. Dude. <laughs> took them off the air. Sorry. It's like, wow. dude, really? Oh, my God. What a bunch <laughs> of bozos. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I mean, you know, in a case like, I, I don't know, commercial That's load. Funny. Thanks, Jeff. Right. Here, you lose you lose commercial you lose hours. Money. You're losing yeah. tons oh, of money. Oh, you lose money. You, yeah. have to, you have to make good on that, most definitely. Uh, I will go to Mike. Hey, Mike, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Hi, good. Mike. What's up, buddy? Um, years ago, I was selling phone systems, and I sold a phone system to this law firm, and part of the requirements is it should be a dedicated outlet. Um, what they didn't realize was that it was attached to the light switch like you were talking about. Okay. So the janitors would come past and see the light on in the closet and turn it off, and our techs would get phone calls that our system was out, and we would keep going back, and while we're standing there, we'd turn the light on to go in the room, and everything would come back up, and they couldn't find anything wrong. It took several calls before they realized that it wasn't a dedicated outlet. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> All right. It makes sense, yeah. And sometimes when you don't know that's going on, and it it's basically reminds me of the scene in Vacation. Uh, vacation. Yeah, yeah, Christmas yeah. Vacation. Right, same thing. He's plugged in right. all the lights. Doesn't work. <laughs> I don't get it. Somebody flips the switch and then that happens. All right, thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. Uh, by the way, we have, uh, I know we have an update here text-wise, Nick, on the uh, wiring thing, but uh, we have an electrician hey. uh, who wants to uh, comment on something. Hey, Nick, good morning. What's up? Good morning, it. Good, good morning to see you. What's up, bud? <laughs> So that switch, that plug you have in your bedroom, that is what is called a half hot. Okay. So if they don't put overhead lighting in the house, when a lot of new houses don't put overhead lighting in, yep. if they don't put overhead lighting in, it's an electrical code that states that one of the outlets in the room must be controllable by a light switch. Okay. The funny thing is, is only half of that outlet is controlled by the light switch. What? So if you take, yeah. So if you take your TV yeah. and all of that stuff and plug it into the bottom one. Shut up. Instead of the top one, I bet you the switch doesn't turn it off. Um, I'm going to try that out. <laughs> I remember. I, I, I may have been inadvertently just plugging into the top. Well, that's your default, right? Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah, yep, it it's called a half hot and it's a code requirement. All right, half let me, hot. Let me ask you about that's this. That's what they though. call me. Let me ask you about this, though, Nick. There's a text that came in and it said that the code... To put the the plugs in, quote unquote, upside down is commercial, not residential. Well, yes, that's that's partially. I personally never heard of. I I own a business as an electrician. Um, I personally never heard of putting half hots in upside down. Oh, some elect some electricians do put outlets in uh, upside down. I would call it. Uh -huh. um, in commercial, sometimes they put them with the ground, the single prong facing up. Okay. And that's supposedly safer because if the outlet's hanging out and you drop something metallic 
or if you have like a metal plate, not a plastic one, and yeah. the plate would come off and fall down in between in between the prongs. All right, that so, makes sense. So, but in my house, they they the ones that are controlled by switch have the ground up on top. Yeah, so. that's interesting. I've yeah. never done that, but Nick. It's, it's and it's just a, a little visual reminder to us if we're looking for that particular outlet that that's the yeah. one. I like it. All right, yeah, cool. Thanks, Nick. Would well, there be an of putting the entire wall in upside down? It could do yeah, that. Yeah, so that the sockets work. are towards the ceiling. Wait a minute. We have the electrician that wired our studio. Oh. Let me go to John. Hey, John. Hey, morning, Presbo. How, how you doing, man? Good. I, uh, yeah, the big story. I wired the studio back in the day, and the funny joke was you guys all came in to see if we were done. And that Monday was April Fool's Day, and we were nowhere near done. <laughs> We all turned around and said, sure, we'll be done. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> so that's why we have all the wonderful stuff going on in here. But yeah, so but it is the, the prong up is kind of an unwritten code. But the last electrician said was the truth. Oh, by the way, where are you where are you calling from? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you're in a uh, in a tunnel. Oh, I'm actually on a job site. So oh, OK. Now, right, <laughs> awesome. Well, you yeah, did great work here. Everything works fantastic, brother. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a great day. Good you night. too. See yeah. you later, John. The people that did the heating and air conditioning, that's different, different story. story. Yeah. <laughs> right. They're currently fleeing the authorities. Um, all right. Let me go to this. We're talking about this because there's a story about a guy, a janitor, who turned off this annoying noise as he turned the circuit breaker off. And he didn't know he shut <laughs> off the freezer that had uh, like a million dollars worth of research material. 20 years worth it. of research. Uh, I will go to Joe. Hi, Joe. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good, buddy. What's up? Uh, kind of same thing as you. I bought a house. We bought a house about 18 years ago, 20 years ago, and, uh, you know, doing projects in the house, getting new stuff done. We found our water heater wasn't working. You know, it was working all of a sudden, and it stopped working. Couldn't figure out why it was working. Had it replaced, had it um, replaced, had it fixed, had the electricians come in. We just couldn't get it to work. Gas replaced. We spent thousands of dollars trying to get this thing working. Couldn't figure it out. Here, the light switch in my daughter's room, which was on the other side of the house, controlled the water heater. Oh, no. And she must have flipped the switch and not knowing it didn't control anything in her room. Why would they have the light with the switch for the water heater? It, in- was, it was an old house. I don't know how they did the wiring back then. So we spent thousands of dollars oh my on God. a light switch that turned the water heater off and on, <laughs> and it Cause the salad. We didn't. We didn't have to- <laughs> you had. You had no oh, cause to do God. that. It's like the Stephen Wright joke about flicking a switch in his apartment that he didn't know was connected to, and about a year later he got a letter from Germany saying stop it. Yeah, <laughs> and it cost us even more money after we found out that we had to get it rewired. Right. And- yeah. Because it probably yeah, it was wasn't up to code. Yeah, it was very, uh, very interesting. That very sucks. Interesting. All right, thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. Put Not the your switch fault. here. Yeah, it's crazy. All right. Well, anyhow. Yeah, there are there are mystery switches or mystery plugs and things like that. Mm-hmm. Best to leave them alone. <laughs> yeah, probably best to leave them alone, unless you definitively know what they go to. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you for sharing. We appreciate that. Hey, we have a new Daily Rush video. Yeah, uh, if you would like to take a look at it, and uh, it's the question: Are jelly beans dessert? <laughs> Is candy dessert? Uh, Nick says yes. Everyone else says no. And Isaac Nougat melted a bug, <laughs> according to this uh, Daily Rush video. That was hilarious. Uh, if you would like to see it, it's simple. This whole thing is sponsored by Xfinity's Gig Speed Internet. You can learn more at Xfinity.com, but you can watch 
the Daily Rush video at WMMR.com slash Daily Rush. And we recommend that you do. We are going to take a break. We are going to come back in a moment. We have a lot. I want to give some stuff away here. Yes. Yeah. So stay with us because we'll have your opportunity to win some goodies. When we get, Casey, I'm hitting the button and nothing has happened. It's because I'm hitting the wrong button. Here okay. we go. All right, we'll take a break and we will be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Hey, want to hang out with your favorite MMR DJs? Check out the events and appearances page at WMMR.com. Come say hello. Plus, you might even win some cool prizes we snuck out of the building. WMMR.com's got all the where, whens, and what they're giving away. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Stephen only sells real natural earth-born diamonds. Well, you're right. But Stephen will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth-born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Stephen Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Bizarre. Preston and Steve's Bizarre And it is brought to you by Pro Team Collision, your certified collision repair center. If you get into an accident, Pro Team Collision is there for all of your auto body repair needs. All right, a few messed up stories this morning. We'll start with this one. An airport worker died Friday after he was ingested into the engine of a Delta plane at San Antonio International Airport. Sucked into the engine. It's horrifying. Delta flight 1111 had arrived at the airport, was taxing to the gate on one engine around 10.25 p.m. when the deadly incident happened. Officials said the plane, an Airbus A319, had just arrived from L.A., uh, the worker was employed by Unifit, uh, Unify, a company that Delta contracts uh, with to support ground handling operations. The FAA said Friday the victim was an airport ramp worker. Jeez. And I don't really have any details outside of that, but it has happened before. If you look out the right side of the plane, keep doing that for the next hour. Wow. Wow. A group of fishermen experienced a terrifying moment after one of them was pulled into the water by a shark yeah. that had latched onto his hand. Ha! The man was bitten on the hand Friday morning by a shark at Everglades National Park. Video showed the shark latching onto the hand of the fisherman and then dragging him into uh-huh. the water. His friends immediately jumped into action, screaming, get him, get him, as they pulled him back into the boat. Officials are unsure of the species of the shark that bit the man, 
Park rangers responded to the scene, and one of the park EMTs treated the man before he was airlifted to Jackson South Medical Center. Jeez. It's unclear how serious the hand injury is. No other details were immediately released. When they start shark, pulling you off the boat. When they drag you into the water. They come up out of the water and drag you into the water. Oh, I have this noise. Reached a new level. Uh, 40-year-old Louis Flores uh, died after he was attacked, this is a terrible story, by a pack of dogs while yeah. walking down a street. Uh, this is, uh, upon arrival, deputy said they found several dogs attacking a man on the ground. As one deputy got closer, the dogs turned their aggression toward him. The deputy fired his gun and believes that he shot one dog. The dogs ran away, and first responders began CPR, uh, emergency medical services, uh, took over treating Flores, who was then taken to a local emergency room. Flores later died of his injuries. Three adult dogs and two puppies have been taken in by animal control. Uh, one woman was arrested in connection with the fatal dog mauling. Uh, jail records show the 33-year-old was charged with attack by dog resulting in death. So I don't know. The, the dogs were set upon this guy? I don't know. I don't know if the details are of that or not. But she's been arrested. So we'll see if there's a follow-up story to that down the road. Police arrested a man after he was reportedly caught peering into a woman's bathroom using a drone. Officers responded to the woman's home Could Wednesday. Did you take a dump? Wednesday. <laughs> Wait, what? Excuse? What is that? Did you hear something? Yes. Could you take a dump for me? I'm watching. Uh, the woman told officers she was preparing to take a shower. Which That's is, okay, but which, first take a dump. <laughs> which heard a buzzing noise coming from outside. Uh, believing it to be coming from her pool, the woman went out into her backyard to investigate, and that's when she saw the drone hovering next to her bathroom window. You going to go inside and take a dump? When the woman approached the drone, it moved quickly away from her. The drone ended up hitting a branch and then falling to the ground, uh-huh. which is when the woman grabbed it and disabled it by throwing it into her swimming pool. Smart move. Uh, the drone. You take the dump, please? <laughs> I couldn't hear you. I'm sorry. <laughs> he wouldn't give up. Even though it was in yeah, the water. Yeah. He desperately wanted to see her take a dump. Uh, the drone was eventually traced back to Christopher Jones, who is a convicted sex offender. Uh, Christopher. Christopher Jones. Christopher Jones. Christopher Jones. Jones admitted to flying the drone and was taken into custody on Friday. He's been charged with one count of video voyeurism. That's happening more and more, as you might well imagine. Yeah. Uh, Indian police are investigating a suspected fraudster who spent nearly two years in a five-star hotel without pay. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Ankush Dutta booked a room at uh, Rosate House Hotel in Delhi on the 30th of May, 2019, and was supposed to check out the next day, but he extended his stay for 603 nights until the 22nd of January 2021, leaving behind unpaid bills of 70000 dollars So what's the secret when, you know, it says next day checkouts at 11? How do you extend that know. by 600 additional days? That's like Anna Delvey. That's yeah. exactly <laughs> where the comparisons are being uh, drawn to this guy. Accounts were falsified to conceal the actual outstanding dues. Hotel managers also filed a police complaint against several employees for conspiracy, forgery, and cheating, with officials saying that they suspected staff members were being bribed uh, to manipulate um, in-house software systems. Kathy, that's exactly the yeah. same as the Anna Delvey 
method. So, yeah. So, well, the, we're looking at the place. It's palatial. Yeah. My, yeah. It's a five-star restaurant or my, hotel. My great-uncle had some money, and when he retired, he didn't want to move into a retirement home. So we moved into a hotel. And it was not cheap, but it was, I think it was the Drake in Chicago. And oh, wow. Yeah, and he lived there for like four or five years. And what? Yeah, he just loved every second. That's you, where he wanted to be. Do you have any ideas? Well, it's years ago, but what, that was annually? I to, don't. To live there? No, so it was my Uncle Ed's father, and um, he just, he loved that building and loved that hotel and the service so much that he decided to retire there. There are some people that will actually... Um, Essentially, live on cruise ships. Yes. Yes. for years. Yes, time yeah. now. you can buy a. And you like, can buy like a, a condo. condo. Yeah. yeah. All right. In the final story, the four children. This is a follow-up. Four children who survived the plane crash in Colombia last month. Yeah, and they fended for themselves in the treacherous Amazon jungle for forty days. Apparently, they may have hid from their rescuers for a little while. Uh, military DPS shows that rescuers were in earshot of the kids days before they were rescued. But the children hid from them. Uh, they feared that the rescuers were actually insurgent forces that might kill them. Well, I could see that. So they stayed quiet, but they were right around there and could have gotten them. I mean, obviously, it ended fine for them after they were able to locate them, but they could they, have gotten rescued soon. Rescued did they find soon. the dog yet? Any word on that? I haven't seen anything about yeah. that yet, so we'll see. All right, and that's the last story in the bizarre file for you. All right, we are going to take a quick break. Casey, I got more of those movie passes, right? Yeah, let's do these ones. Whichever ones you want me to give away. All right, Indiana Jones and... And the Dial of Destiny. That is the movie that we have a screening of, uh, which is actually going to be on Wednesday night at 7 p.m. at the AMC Nishamani. So we'll take callers uh, 15, 16, and 17 at 215-263-WMMR. And we will give you those movie passes. The movie doesn't even hit theaters till Friday, so you're in in advance of that hitting theaters. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Greta Van Fleet. Metallica. Larkin Poe. New music. More of everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WNMR. Uh, so I mentioned the the weather forecast and uh, spent the weekend at, at the shore and uh, had a whole bunch of people down because uh, we were celebrating my son's 21st birthday. It was Carter's uh, birthday on Monday, but we had the party. Yeah, you don't want to have a Monday party. Yeah, on Friday. So it ended up being a... I, I was 100% planning on a rainy weekend, staying inside, playing games, watching movies, whatever it may be. It was gorgeous down that so, way. So not here. Yeah, that's not uh, here. Yeah. Uh, which it, it, not that it was torrential downpours constantly, but it was not. Yeah, it was not wonderful. No, got, I, which blows my mind. It's not all that freaking far. I know, right? Yeah. What? You, I guess you have to have an ocean right next. Yeah. To you. <laughs> but it was it was sunny and beautiful. And Saturday was a beach day. It was fantastic. Uh, but outside of that, I I have to thank the gang. We did uh, we did something similar that we did with uh, with Parker's twenty first birthday. Uh, we went to Atlantic City. Yeah. yeah. Turned 21. You tr- you all want, of you the vices. To, you want to go where you've never been allowed to go before. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's yeah. what we did. And and I want to thank uh, the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, which is becoming one of my favorite places. Really? In Atlantic City. Yeah, it is so cool. Yeah. It is a it is a it's a great layout. And listen, I'm a sucker for the uh uh, uh memorabilia. The memorabilia. Yeah. No doubt. They, they've got like 
purple kiss outfits. And these are legit coming straight from the artist stuff. Yeah. Donated everything from James Brown to, you know, current artists and stuff. It's so cool. It's Prince. all over the place. And you yeah. had, I understand you were, your table is right under the Amy Grant stuff. Oh, my which God. Was, I planned it to be that way. <laughs> no, Steve, when you come out of the parking garage, right, after you park, you come out of the parking garage into that main, like, hallway that leads you down to the casino and the hotel Right, right, right. I mean... It, it's it's a prince outfit, like you know, and it's uh, uh, you know, and a mannequin. I gotta get yeah, there. I mean, it really yeah. is cool. And yeah. as you're Diana walking, Ross Diana, and, yeah, and uh, you know, uh, everybody, everybody. I mean, really iconic uh, outfits from the most iconic uh, people uh, artists out there. Yeah. yeah, iconic, iconic people. Yep. Guns and Roses, the Beatles. I mean, everything. So uh, excellent. That that aspect of it is really cool, and it's just a neat layout of the place. But I want to thank uh, the gang there because I did ask for. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, reservation for a very large. We had we had 15 people, so I want to thank Michael Woodside. Uh, we had because uh, he was kind of a right hand guy who uh, helped me get it all set up, and uh, it was fantastic. I you remember know him. him? Yeah, who is that? Super nice guy. Yeah. He's, he's like their head of entertainment. I actually I don't know his full on title, but he's like oh, a I definitely show. know him. Yeah, um, but he helped us out, and and we had an unbelievable meal. And That's awesome. Uh, then after that, we got a, a a table reserved for us where we could teach. Carter, how to play blackjack. You so know, was, uh, his desire was to gamble a bit? Well, just to yeah. do things that he'd never been allowed sure. to do before. So, so yeah, so we ended up uh, playing cards for hours. And Casey and, and Chuck, those guys live near us uh, down the shore. So they uh, they went with us, and, and we had a great time. Their families came along, and, and it was just a, a blast. My dad yeah. uh, went as well. <laughs> and Chuck and my dad hit it off big Aww, time. No doubt. Chuck no was doubt. having a great time talking to my dad. Chuck got a few drinks in him, and he started... Just having a blast. Your dad or Chuck? Chuck. Oh, okay. they both yeah, did. Yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, no, Chuck Aries. But uh, watching your dad sit down because he and I anchored the blackjack table. Yep. And having him sit down, uh, I was like, oh, he is in his happy place right now. So he he yeah. he, he uh, gambles, Preston. He's uh, adept. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, of course, but he, not often. He doesn't do it that often, right, but right. Through, through his lifetime, yeah, he's sat down at a table or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, and I'm trying to think of the name of the restaurant. I don't know why I'm Oh, Council on. Oak. Thank you. Council Oak uh, Steak and Seafood. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And we did, like, <laughs> All right, yeah. seafood towers. Oh, yeah. oh really? Oh, which it wow. looks like they brought the entire... The largest... Uh, oysters I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and, I didn't uh, touch them. I don't. I don't do oysters, but I did everything else. Chuck <laughs> tried them. <laughs> no, Chuck, Chuck tried it. Like he does like guy who won't even eat a grape because of the texture. He goes, guys, I just had my last oyster. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he thought it was horrible. I can't even believe he tried it. Yeah, he didn't That's like, like it. a bookie in a shell. Uh-huh. He went for it. He uh-huh. went for it. Oh yeah. my god! And Kathy, these things were massive. Huge, I mean, huge. I it was a big commitment. Shocked. For him. I'm shocked he did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that same evening, my my youngest uh, wanted. To, this is a sixteen year old, by the way. Yeah, wanted to go see Tears for Fears. Loves Tears for Fears. I commend that because you know they're one of my absolute favorite bands of all time, and they apparently were amazing. Yeah, and, and it was a and, I, and I've never been to a concert at the Hard Rock. I gotta go. Oh, it's, it's an great. awesome venue. Oh, that's right. The concert was right there. Yeah, yeah. at the oh. venue. Yeah, in fact. <laughs> At their at their smaller venue, which is like I think like a fifteen hundred seat venue, thirty eight special was playing there that night too. Same night. Yeah. yeah, there it's was probably definitely up on the wall. As we were coming in, there was I was like, oh oh, there must be a concert tonight, you know. And uh, and and as it turns out, there were two concerts that. Yeah. Night. So, so I saw Huey Dillon. I think he was there. Uh, you know, Philly chit chat. He was there. Uh, Capturing some of the uh, the stuff for the uh, concerts that night, but that's uh, awesome. Yeah, I, and I, so I've seen comedians there at that. I saw um, who do you call it? Tom Segura. Yeah, it's a great room. It really is a great room. 
But uh, we had we had a ball. It was, it was oh. a great night, and uh, and then we spent you know the weekend. We had a bunch of people over, and uh, <laughs> it's funny because my dad, uh, well, he was hanging out with everybody and drinking bourbon, and you know, and, and uh, engaging with everyone. But every now and then, would start doing the old man story thing. Oh boy, okay. Oh, no. And <laughs> I know, I know. It's and it's right out of Grandpa Simpson. You know, when you tell the story, the boring story that nobody wants to hear about. You know, Kathy's father and I double teamed Janice John. <laughs> Wait, what? All right, I want to hear that. It was a good time, <laughs> but I'd have to just—I could tell the the uh, the tempo, the meter right. at which he was speaking. I'm like, okay, here comes another one, uh-huh. and you either just you got to kind of ride okay. it out, or I would kind of surgically jump in and cut it short. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah, Porter calling the conversation. You know, I have no use for the Amish. Yeah. So. No, you know, it's, it's, uh, but that's, it must have been so much fun for him to be out oh with a God. group of people like that, oh, especially was... with what he's been through recently and everything coming out this side. It's great. He was absolutely loving it. So it was a great weekend. And thank you to the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. We had a ball. I love, love, love that place. And then also, uh, Press and I had done, we, we were shooting a video for Maurice Pierce uh, earlier in the oh, day yeah. on Friday. Yeah. And the weather was good for that, huh? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Cape May bubble, baby. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, might have been raining somewhere else, but it was not raining in uh, the Wildwoods. And uh, yeah. we had a great time. And we we, we started our video shoot at the, the uh, golf par course. three nine-hole golf course. How is that? It's great, is it? Yeah, great. it's awesome. So this it's, is the new the new feature that he's very it's up on. Beautiful. It's uh, they, like all these holes look like what you would call a signature hole on a golf course because they have you know, like uh, uh, the ponds and gazebos and fountains and things like that, mm-hmm. and, and uh, strategically placed trees and things. It was really really cool. So yeah, Kyle uh, Kyle Mori. Yeah, was kind of showing us around, which was great. Yeah, so, uh, and it's right off of Exit 9, so it's not in, like, Wildwood proper or anything like that. It's it's right off of Exit 9, just outside of uh, Stone Harbor. And I, I was like, I mean, they water features, and, yeah. you know, I was like, oh, this is... Real deal. This, honestly, is So what is it, like deal. Like halfway between a real golf course and a, and a miniature golf course? No, well, mm. it's it's par three, so they're shorter holes. Okay. Every every hole is, is a par three, oh. as opposed oh, okay. to par threes, fives, and fours. I see what you're saying. Versus shorter, it's a great, great place to work on your short game, for it sure. It really is, yeah. So we did that, and then we, we hung out at uh, Maurice Pier and, and shot some stuff there. I, I just, I love it there. And it was Beach Blast, so it was a little bit busy down yep. there for, yep. uh, for a Friday afternoon. Well, this weekend coming up is going to be mm-hmm. crazy. Lots of uh, listeners of the show stopping us while we were oh, yeah? walking around Maury's oh, and on the boardwalk. Cool. And then real quick, thank you to the gang at uh, the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Yesterday was a Take Steps Walk. Thank you to my team, the Sharp Breakers. How'd you do? And everybody showed up. We did fantastic. It was wonderful. The, the day ended up being beautiful. It was supposed to rain, and it ended up being great. And uh, don- Can people still donate, Preston? Uh, sure. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, we have I the forgot. links on PrestonSteve.com. But uh, Dawn Timothy was a co-host with me. She's great. Uh, she's uh, had Crohn's for a long, long time, yep. so uh, it's near and dear to her heart. But I'm telling you, man, we had people telling their stories. There, you know, uh, and and it got very emotional. A lot of people don't realize how severe of an impact Crohn's and colitis can be to people. There's this guy Ryan who was uh, uh, one of the patients that was acknowledged, and he had a really hard time getting through his speech. And uh, and so we thank everybody for their support and all the donations that came in. 
And uh, Melanie Zitnitsky, I think I, I want to make sure I get her last name right. I abs- accidentally called her Natalie on stage. <laughs> oh, no. You didn't call her Julie Jerkoff. And I just so got done and I'm like, I just called you Natalie. <laughs> An idiot. Oh, well. Uh, so, There's a lot of people. Yeah, so uh, we had a great time. So thanks to all who were a part of that. Preston, I got a text from uh, Giovanna Pisano. You remember her? She was a singer for yeah. Isolation Idol yeah. uh, from a couple years ago. And she yes. said that she was there, oh. too. And she ran into you, but, like, you guys didn't have a whole lot of time to chat. Her band. Yes, her band uh, was playing. Was playing. And they're fantastic. These great three-part vocal harmonies. And uh, so I walked by and, and waved to her a couple cool. times. Cool, nice. Which, which was cool. And then there was another band. Man, I didn't get their name. But they were all wearing Preston and Steve 25th anniversary t-shirt. I saw, I saw that on social media. Let yeah, the entire band was. It was fantastic. I got to get their name. I got to make sure to... I'll, I'll show... I have a, a video that... Uh, I'll show to Casey here right now because he's right next to me. Oh, isn't that cool? Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Wait, in the background, does it say the name of the band on that monitor? It should. I can't tell. Okay. Uh, Stella and the Voodoo Fish. <laughs> there we go. There you go. I think that's, that's a good name. Yes. Uh, so they were great, and it was a uh, it was a big, tremendous success. So thank you to all. Kathy fell down this weekend. Oh, so no. I, I heard. If we want to talk about our weekend let, stories, let, let's do that. Yeah, go ahead because stuff happened. It- <laughs> I did fell flat on my face. Not really my face, my hands. But uh, I was rushing around yesterday. I just was like moving all day and up and down the stairs and doing stuff at the house and leaving, coming back and whatever. It just was a busy day. And uh, Jason and I were getting ready to to leave again. And he goes, I'm getting in the car. And I was like, okay. And I realized that my sandals that I've been wearing all day were upstairs. I'm like, oh my God, I got to go back up again. And so I don't even, I, it happened so fast. It was one of those <laughs> That's falls. how it happens, yeah. And I was running up the stairs, and I don't know if I missed a step or I didn't make it quite enough. I, I don't know what happened, but I was right at the top of the stairs, and I went down. And it wasn't even like a tumbler. Like, right. I just went flat down on my hands. Right. And he was at the bottom, and he's like, are you okay? And I sat to sit there for a second. I rolled onto my side and I was like, yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm okay. Like I sat for a second. Like, am I, you know, my hands hurt, my wrists hurt a little bit. But I was happy to know that my iWatch, the alert went off and asked me if I was okay or if I needed help. That's pretty cool. And I, so I looked at it, I saw it, I'm like, wow. And I, I, so I thought, I wonder what happens if you don't hit I'm okay. And so I let it go for a second and it started to beep a little bit. Yeah. So it was going to send some sort of alert. Uh, So obviously I did hit, uh, it asked, uh, are you okay? Yes. And then it said, um, did you fall and you're okay or you didn't fall? Like, I guess it wanted to. <laughs> so yeah, I hit. You know, I fell, but I'm okay. And then it didn't send the alert out. But I thought that was cool that that the watch. That's does actually we, cool. We talked about it that it did that. And so you're, I you're, saw it. It didn't do it. You hit hard. What, uh, I hit hard. Okay, all right. I only I fell one other time like that, uh, and we talked about it. it was years ago. I, I was out running. I yeah. was jogging, and I was on the sidewalk, um, and I, I tripped on just you know like uneven pavement, and I went down. Hard. Are you bruised up? Uh, no, yeah. my my hands hurt. Like the palms of my hands hurt for a little while, but okay. no, I'm okay. Lucky you didn't break your wrist. That can I happen. know, seriously. Um, yeah, so I used to have uh, life alert from my mom right. uh, when she was living at home, and it's got the similar thing where if you fall, they'll. Right. But there's I, a, I guess I need that. A too. voice comes on and says, "Are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah. So. <laughs> I asked you a question. <laughs> Can't you give me a straight answer anymore? You're, You're um, old and worthless. Kath, you're over 30 now. Um, no, so, that's <laughs> silly. Uh, uh, so, how do you feel today? Because uh, yes, sometimes, I said, I, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, because I, I did. I, I fell 
hard, and I was afraid that my wrists were going to be sore. Um, like I said, just the palms of my hands were sore for a little while. But no, did my, you defecate? Because sometimes no. when you get traumatized, I didn't. But I was oh. even thinking, like you know, my forearms or, or right, you know right. whatever. But no, case I'm I'm okay. All right, I'm glad to hear that it kicks in like that though. Yeah, me too. Because yeah, yeah. I'm like a thirty year old. You're like so a thirty year old. Bounce right Basically back like up. A gazelle, the way you hop around your house. <laughs> well, because at the camp out for hunger, we when we were doing that uh, meltdown ride, the inflatable that thing was different. Case I know. I fell on my neck, but so it was. It was similar though, Kath, because I, I I got knocked, swept off my feet. I landed on my neck, and then I had to lay there, like, hang on a second, am I okay? Because I know what I fell on, I know what I landed on, but am I okay? And I was laying there, and I heard Preston saying, "Hey, Casey, are you okay?" But I was still doing a self-diagnostic, yeah. Yeah. going, "Okay, am I okay?" And surprisingly, I was like, "Okay, I feel." I feel okay, I'm, and that was on a Tuesday. And I hope I'm, you do too. Yeah. I'm surprised I didn't rush in with my foolproof method that I used with Mr. Peanut of yeah, how many yeah. fingers am I holding? <laughs> He's okay. He's all right. He's all right. Blood pouring out of his yeah. mouth. But that was on a Tuesday, and Tuesday I felt fine. Wednesday I actually felt okay as well. Thursday, however, yeah, uh, was the beginning of the end for me, and and it uh, it ended up being a few months, like three months of uh, horrible neck, shoulder, and arm pain. From that stupid fall that I did. Yeah, but also the, that's I, that's why I Again, said it was different. Like you, you didn't you, fall on your neck. You fell on your head, your neck. Like yeah. that's like yeah, that's no joke. <sighs> Didn't you have a uh, a story to tell from your weekend as well that has to do with physical uh, oh, ability? Man. Well, I mean, overcoming. It's it's really it's not that great of a story. But oh. so listen to this. The uh, the Ben to the Shore bike tours is less than a month away. Amazing. Okay. So you're getting up to speed, right? Well, I got on my bike for the first time last weekend. Uh, this past weekend, I wanted to get out on Saturday. I just couldn't get motivated. So yesterday, I went out for a ride. And uh, listen, uh, you know, it, it wasn't that hot. It was a little humid down there. It was humid. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I just did a 30-mile ride. Uh, when I was at the a- absolute apex of my ride, meaning I was the farthest away from my house that I could right. possibly be, I got a freaking flat tire in my back <sighs> tire. Uh, like right on Dennisville Road. Um, that sucks. Right by the Cape May County Zoo, and it, it sucks. I'm like I don't. I, I'm not good at changing tires. So I sat there. It probably took me no less than twenty minutes. Probably closer to a half. Did you have hour. to do? Did you have to ride a zebra home? I did. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> but no, it took me about a half hour to change the tire. Which anybody who's a cyclist now is listening, they're going, "Oh my god, that's ridiculous!" But it took me way too long. Have you replaced them before? I have. Uh, okay. Uh, this was the back tire, right? right? So it, it's just a little bit more difficult because you got to get the chain off and all right. that stuff. But um, and I'm sweating like crazy. Yeah. I like sweat all in my eyes, and uh, eventually I get the tire off. I get the tube out. I put a new tube in. I didn't go through proper protocol. I almost put a tube in that still had a nail in the tire. So, I, and I only had one. They're replacement pre-nailed. Tube. Yeah, I almost I only had one replacement tube. Yeah. And uh, you know, long story short, I got the tire on. I got the tube in. I got the tire on, and I and I went. But I'm telling you, man, it was so difficult. I almost didn't make it home. Like I was so spent physically, and I only did. 30 miles, which is so, not even half of what I have to do right. in less than a month. So what do you, how do you think you're going to, I mean, I listen, don't know. this is your first time. You've done it a lot over the course of the years. I think if you do it a little bit more, it'll kick back in. I just don't know if I wasn't hydrated well enough, if I didn't have proper, like, fuel in my body enough, but, but it was, um. Or you just can't do it anymore. <sighs> 
I think I, I no. I think you're fine. I set up easy races for you, Rock. Yeah. I have a follow-up question. Um, can you ride a zebra? <laughs> yeah, didn't you ever watch Racing Stripes? Racing Stripes, <laughs> Yeah, no, that's, 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 that's actually a tutorial. I know that's a documentary. Yeah. Uh, like, you don't ever see, you know, guys in Africa Why riding zebras around. I think they're a little bit, I think they're more difficult. Uh, to. I don't think they're... Could, not, could actually, you put a saddle on one? Trainable. You could. I mean, I know you could, but, like, why do people ride horses and not and they, zebras? Zebra. What is up with that? Yeah. Well, you ride donkeys and mules. Yes. Um, zebras are off limits? Well, here, Google that. Can you ride a zebra? Because I, I bet you you can. Can you ride a llama? Yeah. You can? Yeah, yeah. Stop it. Uh, I know they're pack animals, but I didn't know if... Uh, yeah, can't you ride them in the uh, in like in the Andes? I don't know. I'm going to say you can. I'm asking you this. I don't That's know the answer. <laughs> Honestly, it's only appropriate to ride a llama in the Andes. Right. I know you yep, can. you can. Okay. You can ride camels and so on. What about zebra? Right. Any word on zebras yet? Um, I'll bet they're more difficult they're to not, train, but not impossible. You cannot domestic, uh, domesticate a zebra. Oh, really? oh for your, your apartment? They are not. Ideal. Well, it doesn't say. When I get home from the job and I open up the door and the zebra comes, it's this, it just makes me feel so good. I know. You feel loved. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So here's an interesting zebra fact. Uh, due to their flat backs, unpredictable nature, and lower strength, Zebras are not an ideal animal for riding, and only a handful of people have ever ridden them. Aha. Uh-huh. What about other, like, can you ride moose or elk or... Could you imagine being able to ride a moose? That'd who rides... Cool. Who's the mythical character that rides... It's not a moose, but it's it's a huge, like a... Like, like an elk. Like an elk. I but you know. can ride yeah. elephants. That's a good question. You can ride elephants, yeah. yeah. Is that an ungulate? <laughs> What's an ungulate? <laughs> animal. It's one of my favorite SAT oh, words. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. We anyway. got to the bottom of that. Yeah. We did. Yeah. Didn't yeah. We? yeah. But if I only will... someone had ridden a zebra over the weekend. I will say, though, uh, towards the end of my ride, I was about a mile and a half from uh, my house. and uh, no. Well, I'm glad you asked that. Uh, kind of, because I had a prayer that was answered. Oh. Uh, I, was, uh, I was coming around this curve, and I was approaching a, a bridge. Now, in order to go over this bridge... As a cyclist, you have to take an entire lane of traffic, and I. But when I do that, like I try to be courteous as possible, and I and and I I I go as fast as I possibly can right. up the and it's but and it's, in and no it's an incline, and I was n- in no shape to do that. And as I'm getting ready to come around the curve, I just prayed that um, that a boat came and made the bridge go up, because. I just didn't have it in me to go full bore up Don't this thing. Don't worry, Casey. I'll take care of this. So for God you. manifested a boat. He manifested a boat. Wow! It just appeared out of nowhere. Like a lot. Yeah. No, but I mean, as I turned the curve, uh-huh. ding, 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 and the the you uh, won. The, the gate came down <laughs> and the bridge went up. And I was able to then go into the opposing lane of traffic because there was no cars coming the other way because the bridge was going up. And I was able to take my time to get to the top of that bridge. And, I mean, I was gassed. I was absolutely gassed. Guys, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it in Yes, you are. You're going to be able to find <laughs> Now, wait. aren't Don't you have a big uh, – you're taking a, a big physical vacation too, right? Yes. Yeah. In Colorado. Uh, so I'm going to – That'll Col- help you get in shape. Yeah. Colorado River. No, because You're going to bicycle down the Colorado River. A little bit of a hike. But the problem with that, Preston, is that is going to take me away from being able to get on my bike and get my, my bike legs under me for – 10 days or so? Is there any possibility you could hike with a stationary bicycle? I could. (laughs) (sighs) 
What's that? Who's packing this? I can't, I can't pack that. I only this have isn't so much this room. isn't a river. Trip, I brought right? my this Peloton. Trip, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a, yeah. They could put a stationary bike on on, on the, the on the raft. Yeah. Absolutely. I can't do that because there's just too much stuff that also goes onto the raft. What? Throw well. food? Throw yeah. it away. I'll I'll throw away my rations because yeah. I can't throw away other people's rations. Here's what you do: have yeah. zebras pull your stuff along the re, uh, <laughs> the riverbank. No man, listen. I I think you're going to be fine. Yeah, guy on my cycling team, by the way, he messaged me because I you know track everything on Strava, and he's like, I could change a tire in three minutes. I'm like, no way. Yeah. No way. Well, Nobody can change a tire in three minutes. I don't believe I asked you a goddamn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember asking you, you a, a goddamn thing. thing. <laughs> um, yeah. So you don't you don't believe he can? Do I don't know. Stop bothering me. Uh, he can't do it in three minutes. I don't think okay. anybody can. Okay. I don't think anybody can change a bike tire. I bet he can't throw a shot. And by the way, don't feet. go busting yeah. Casey's balls. He was having a tough day. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know this guy? Yeah, he's on my team. Okay. Not anymore. Yeah, I think he was trying to be helpful, maybe. It wasn't helping. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I can help you by making you feel inferior and a failure. That'll motivate you. Steve, there was a uh, a character in Lord of the Rings named Thranduil. Yeah. And he rode an elk. There we go. Ooh. I know also, I saw an artist depiction of some heroic character on an elk. Yeah, and then uh, Paul Bunyan rode an ox. Right. right. Uh, he rode the ox? Babe, well, the blue ox. Yeah. Uh, he, and he, Sophia on Golden Girls rode a moose. Right. <laughs> And she was the youngest, even though she played the oldest. The oldest yeah. uh, that's right. So there's uh, here's a picture of Teddy Roosevelt sitting on the back. I appear, yeah, on of the back a of a moose. Why don't you forget the moose? Something tells me that for might a be Photoshop. Yeah, maybe they didn't uh, have Photoshop during Teddy Roosevelt's yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hang on. I want to go. I want to go back to zebras for a second because Ed's got a story to share. Hi, Ed. Good morning. Red Ledge, mm. not everyone can afford a zebra. All right, you have you have an actual zebra story? Yeah, I couldn't believe you, you brought up breaking a zebra. I went to high school with a girl, Natalie. She was she did training, she gave lessons, she she broke horses. That's what she did at the time. And um, someone hired her to break a zebra, and that damn thing nearly killed her. It, she was very bullheaded and determined, but she was never successful. That thing beat the hell out of her. Several broken bones. Wow. So she, she didn't try psychologically? She didn't try to get inside its head? Zebra whisperer? Yeah, yeah. You're nothing. She was not a therapist in that, in that sense, no. Wow. Your stripes make but, it very uh, Well, they're not. Listen, it's it's nature. They're not. Uh, it, it, it doesn't. It's not allowed. It's why they don't fly. Thank you, Ed. I appreciate it, man. Uh, but. I guess it's it's there. They they just remain feral. You can't domesticate them. There are some animals that are just can't be broken. Can't be done. They're wild, wild like the zebra. Run! But then you have Ray. Ray can change a bike tire in three minutes. Hi, Ray. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey guys, how's it going today? How's everybody doing? All doing right? well. We're doing wonderful. This isn't. Do you know this guy? No, I don't. Think okay. All right, Ray. You you say that that is absolutely doable. Oh, yes, absolutely doable. I've been a uh, bicycle mechanic for about 25 years now, and I work over at uh, Trek in uh, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. All right. All right. But Do you on... think you could break a zebra in three minutes? <laughs> <laughs> Do you? All right. So here's the deal. At your shop, I'm sure you might be able to change a tire in three minutes. On the side of the road, based on, like, what you have in your little uh, bag under your saddle, you can do that in three minutes. Absolutely. So, what is the most efficient way to change that tire so that Casey can cut his time down to three minutes? Well, what what do you think he could do better? Um, first off, tubes are getting very obsolete, and everybody likes to run a tubeless tire. That would be my best way to go for Casey if he's going to do this ride. 
Tubeless tire case. Have you entertained the notion of the tubeless tire? I actually almost did. One of my uh, um, that's like a stripeless zebra. Yeah, I have uh, this uh, specialized kind of a hybrid bike, and I almost went tubeless. But uh, that was a few years ago. Is, uh, they don't how, go flat, right? Well, no. I mean, there's there's no air in it. Yeah, uh, there's, it there's is, nothing on here. Yeah, it's just like a straight up, like kind of like a hard foam tire. How is that technology, Ray? Um, the technology has changed so much. Like that, you know, everybody likes the tube. It's the easy way out. The tubeless technology is by far so much more superior. I mean, it's a little. Um, the stuff that goes in it is pudding, like almost like a latex paint with a little bit of like rubber balls in it to seal it whole. Let me ask you: Does the ride feel similar to a, t- a tubed tire? The, the ride, I think, the ride is more plush. Wow, for one's yeah. tiny. Mm. But how yeah. great would pudding feel? I mean, honestly, is that it's sad? Got a lot of give. Who's to that it? sad boy sitting on the side of the street with a flat tire eating pudding? <laughs> Have they considered yeah, but, uh, the advances in putting technology? technology. Yeah. But hey, I'm uh, just to let you guys know, I'm here all the time. Casey, if you want to come over and uh, Case. let me set your bike up tubeless for free, I would do that. Dude, me. that's awesome. And, and as you know, you can take bribes on air for yeah. free advertising. Yeah, as long as I advertise, <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, but that's I very, that, that's very kind, Ray. But just it <laughs> might be worth it. Might be worth besides the financial, just to explore. What Ray says, if the two, I didn't realize they had that. Thank you. Yeah. It's like the uh, run flats are, I've never had run flats. I know people have had. Yeah. They, they, you can ride on them, but they, they don't replace an actual mm, functional. No, they just get you where you need to be. Yeah. And, yeah. and you can get uh, in a safe spot as opposed to, you know, like on the shoulder on the Schuylkill or Still something Still air like in that. them, yes. Right. Um, Obviously. Uh, yes, there's, yeah. there's air in them, but. Um, Near the rim, there's a rubber, uh, right. hard rubber base that it, that it will then ride on. So right. you're not riding on the rims. But a, a lot of cars uh, companies are you don't get a spare anymore. Uh, either either they you end up with run flats, you get a you zebra temporarily go somewhere, and <laughs> and then you then you uh, have to call in some help and go get a new. Who's the first? You ever sucks. I remember I had a uh, uh, I had a rental, mm. and um I uh, and the one tire was running low on the rental, and so I went around. And this is the first time I became aware that they had stopped including spare tires in cars. I'm like, what? What do I do? Where is it in the glove compartment? Where is it? Yeah. What do you do? Because yeah. I've changed a ton of tires in my time. What's the quickest you can change a tire? Man, I could do it pretty quick back in the day. Less than 10 minutes. Yeah. Probably. Likewise. Yeah. 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 Once you knew. What's right. that? Time me. T- yeah. <laughs> but I didn't. Do you know what Casey said? Yeah. <laughs> do you know what your son Casey said? You know what I really need to do is I, I need to teach my children how to change a tire just on yes, the off chance that they're somewhere where I'm not able to help them out. Because yep. I had to learn how to change a tire kind of on my own. Yeah. You know. And, I'm a hobo. Well... I don't know if it was a hobo or not, but the, but I had uh, made the mistake of like you're supposed to loosen the lug nuts before you jack it up, right? And uh, and I didn't know that, so as I'm trying to it's, loosen the no, lug nuts on a Jap car, it, it it could really be a disaster if yeah. you if you dislodge it off of it. Stand now, obviously the stands and the the uh, I like the uh, the T iron, you know the the one you can spin around. It's yeah. Man, I tried to do it on a slight hill. Oh. Uh, this was on Thanksgiving, and um, and my nephew, believe it or not, was helping me. He was a great helper. He was eight or nine, and he was really interested in the process of changing a tire, which was cool. Um, but Steve, like, it was a very yeah uh, a minuscule decline. It's tough, and it's really tough. Yeah. Uh, by the way, let me go back to zebras for a moment. Okay. <laughs> 
because there are a lot of people texting in about this to point out that there have people that have ridden zebras in a few movies. Uh, Racing Stripes. Yeah, yeah we, we talked about Swiss Family Robinson. Ah. They ride a zebra. And then another a few one. few good men. Uh, no, <laughs> I watched that yesterday. That <laughs> yeah, was on the air really? yesterday. Yeah. And I must have come in after the zebra You can't scene. break a zebra. Steve, I didn't see it at all. <laughs> uh, and then, wait, there was another one. Um, Sheena? Uh, Sheena. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she wrote a zebra in the movie. Was Sheena it a zebra? Was a man, or was it? No, no. Sheena's here. Uh, <laughs> He's quoting Tom yeah. Oak. Uh, <laughs> that's right, yeah. was a man. They paint horses. I think even in in, uh, in racing stripes, I don't think it was legit. Really, zebra? Yes, what? A I goddamn know. lie. Well, that's right. Goddamn ridiculous. Well, oh. on, the, on the poster of the movie Sheena, starring Tanya Roberts, uh, she's riding a zebra. Huh. Okay. And with the uh, silhouette of Africa in the background. Uh, oh. But speaking of which, yeah. she lived in Cincinnati. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, if you Makes haven't, no sense. if you haven't been to the Cape May County Zoo, it's it's great. It's delightful. It's yeah. free. They, they rent zebras. They ask you for donations, but they do have zebras and they do have uh, giraffes. And I think there's oh, oh dude, when I was there one time, I saw with my own two eyes. I watched this lion swipe a bird out of the air and killed it. Shut up! I swear to, I was like, did I just like? Wow, dude. How's anybody catch a bird? Let you know, like well, you hire a lion. Yeah, I guess you hire a lion. <laughs> Excuse me, are you, how much do you charge for killing birds? Uh, About fifty. Cats catch birds all the time. I know they're well, good at it. I, it's 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 part of their their prowess. They they who have knew? The ability. Yeah. Well, this bird was just so. Yeah, dumb. If you ever want to, if you want to go catfishing, bring a zebra with you. Yeah, uh, they uh yeah they have otters and lions and tigers have, and bears. Oh my, and I haven't been. Oh my, two cats, a hamster, and a rabbit. I've not been to the uh to the animal portion of the zoo. Believe it or not, they have a nice ropes course there too. Well, you know what else they have? They've got disc golf. Yep, and I played that there. Which is a hard freaking game, man. Disc I golf? had no idea. Uh, yeah. I had never played that before. I'm like, all right. Yeah. This is hard. I need Thought to try it. was that. easy. Yeah. Uh, uh, can I do that with you sometime? Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> can you tell people that you like me? <laughs> yes. Uh, I, think yeah. you, I think you would like it. Why Although, is this so hard? Uh, it's, it's, uh, you have to be more precise than you realize. And, and you're riding a zebra while you do and it. And you can't throw a Frisbee as far as you think you might be able to. Oh, yeah. Okay. And yeah. I've seen people who are proficient at oh this. Oh, my God. They so curve it. And they curve it, and it goes into that friggin' basket. Friggin' yeah. basket. But they but they have one there at uh, at the zoo, and it's hard. It's tough terrain. Like, there's a lot of obstacles. I, I, I love it. So it's a well-maintained zoo. It's it's nice, because yeah. I remember years ago, upstate New York, when I was in the Catskills, there was this zoo, and it was it was like... It was, uh, you know, it's like Pap Eon, like the otter comes, kill me. That's yeah. terrible. It's like, oh, I can't I hate stand that. that. Yeah. yeah. I ran into somebody who works at uh, Elmwood Park Zoo recently. And That's a was, wonderful Well, thing. she says that they're expanding it big time. Oh, wow. Uh, well, very soon. They're adding a whole bunch to it. Uh, yes. And, and the area is, because there's a whole wooded area right there. And you often ask, what's, what's that going to be? Elmwood Park Zoo, awesome. Yeah, agreed. All right. Well, anyhow, that's our weekend in a nutshell. Yeah. We covered everything uh, from uh, parties at casinos to uh, days at the beach to riding zebras <laughs> and elk and moose and so on. 
and uh, Kathy fell down. And I fell down. So there was a lot to go, get boom, to. Boom, boom, boom. And, and mm-hmm. Casey had a hard time changing a tire. But Kathy's uh, Apple Watch did work and indicated it uh, did. would yes. have made a call for her. We know yeah. that works. If she was attacked by a lion, would, no. it, have, uh, mm. would it have alerted no. anyone? Uh, but, uh, but the lion was just going for a bird. She happened to be in the way. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, I want to take a break. In case we have uh, lots of things to share and give we away do. this week. So I, I want to get make... rid of these first before we move on to anything else. Okay, then I will get rid of the last of the Indiana Jones and Dial of Destiny passes that we have. Have. And I'm looking at, uh, let's see, seven pair of tickets. So let's give them away to the first seven callers at 215-263-WMMR. It's Wednesday, and wow. it will be at the AMC Neshaminy at 7 p.m. So call only if you are free to go, and we'll give you a pair of tickets. The, movie's, the movie does not open until Friday. So 215-263-WMMR, first seven callers. Those tickets are yours. We'll be back in just a moment. See what you've been hearing with WMMR.com's Video On Demand. Watch highlights from Preston and Steve shenanigans, station events, and take a peek behind the scenes at the station. You'll marvel at how anything gets done around here. WMMR.com Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Stephen only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right, but Stephen will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. You know what? There were some things that I noticed over the weekend, but as I was noticing the things I noticed, I realized that all of them were in our area. Don't you dare. City beating it. What? Yeah, that's where we're going to go. Yep. So. This guy notice her supposed to be, but this one the city beat now. Which is good too, but when you're not prepared. I know. Well, we're gonna go with this. Uh, Cabrini... These bits are so drastically different that it's hard to get myself in the right mindset. Sorry, Mr. Announcer. Uh, Cabrini University has announced that it's gonna close at the end of the school year. I'm sad to hear this. Yeah, the 2023-24 school year. Oh. And Villanova University is assuming ownership of the nearby land. I live pretty close to Cabrini. It's a really nice campus. It's right next to Eastern. And uh, I believe that both Cabrini and Villanova are Roman Catholic schools. Yes. So I think it'll be an easy transition from one to the other. But, it, you know, I, I didn't even know a college could close. You know, um, that, but they're running out of uh, students. Uh, in Rome, graduating really well. one out. Yeah. yeah. The, student, uh, the student body is... <clears throat> Yeah. Fairly small, is it not? It is, yeah. It I is. think it's like 300 people in this year's graduating class. My brother went there. Uh, mm-hmm. That's where he got his degree from, and two of my very best friends went there as well. Uh, and I've spent some time on that campus. Um, Nick, 
I, I, is Villanova absorbing the student body? Because I don't think that's the case. I don't necessarily well, I, I, know how that works. Well, he, the, uh, he, he's got it. I would say the noticer knows, but we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. Cabrini's interim president, Helen uh, Drinnen, I believe is how you pronounce her name, uh, called it a difficult news in a video statement on Friday. She said the, the 66-year-old institution will... Graduated its final class in 2024, she said, faced with significant financial challenges exacerbated by declining enrollment and COVID-19 pandemic, uh, officials determined that there is no credible path forward that will allow Cabrini University to continue operating beyond June 2024. Can I suggest something? There's a talent show happening. We put together a singing group, Preston, and perhaps we could raise the money. Are you talking about the Silver Platters? I love that name. Let's go with that. That's a good All name. Right. That's a good name. Let's, uh, what kind of song would we sing? Uh, something like, something like, about hey, driving? Keep on, keep yeah, on. something that's mo- mo- mobile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Cabrini had over the years tried to boost enrollment revenue in a number of ways, such as new programs, online options, oh. and working to attract international students. And it also tried to cut expenses as much as possible. It's tough when you're trying to juggle all that but stuff. But none of that was enough to overcome the school's long-term structural operating deficit. So here's the deal <clears throat> with Casey. You're wondering how this is going to work. Both schools emphasize that Cabrini's name will be retained with Villanova vowing to preserve the university's legacy, both in name and in the continuation of some of the institution's most impactful work in education, nursing, service, immigration, and the advancement of women. You could be the Cabrini School at Villanova, or, um, or the, right? You could you could have it as a sub yeah. um, sub school, so to speak, within Villanova. Yeah. So the the Enquirer or reported- call it Beaver. That Villa, here you go. Yeah. That's not taken yeah, anymore. Not taken anymore. Katie Once Arcadia gave yeah. it up. Uh, so the Vill- Villanova hasn't decided what it will do with the 112-acre Cabrini campus. But the Reverend Peter M. Donahue, Villanova's president, said that it will continue to be known as Villanova's Cabrini campus, and that there are also plans to establish uh, the establishment of a Cabrini Scholars Program. That's so, cool, though. So Nova is going to hang on to the Cabrini name. Um, and, uh, it, but I don't know in what form, what so way that's going to happen. Yeah. And I like their, the last commercial, have you seen E. Cabrini? It, oh was, my God. Uh, it was great. <laughs> no, no. I, I, to have it still recognized, to yeah, have it live on, great. at least giving it right. longevity, right? Well, so, um, you know, I had some conversations about this over the weekend and my wife was, uh, positing that perhaps, uh, that's where the Villanova Law School campus will be, uh-huh. that, uh, that they just kind of move it over there, which if they were to do that, maybe that shores up some real estate on campus for, it's, it's, you know, uh, you know, to grow their student body. Uh, cause you know, Villanova, it's a lot of land It is a lot of land. Um, and you know, the talk is, you know, there's a lot of land that is potentially going to be. Up for sale in and around that area. Villanova is apparently not hurting, you know, not the way, same way Cabrini is. But, you know, something similar happened here with, uh, was it the University of the Sciences was sold to St. Joe's University? Was it? Yes. Huh. And I don't know, but that. Uh, I think I hear what you're saying. Preston and Steve University. Duh. The JSI, <laughs> possibly. Yeah, yeah. It'd be a very different PSU. PSU, yes. <laughs> you're right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hmm. We'd have all tons of merch already yeah, made. Right. We I could use those, those PSU uh, right. oval stickers. We got one of those kids, and he's a moron. <laughs> what happened? Um, by the way, so I have never been on Caprini. Maybe I was on the campus one time. I thought but you... I, I've never, uh, you know, I, I don't have any personal connections. Although we did have an intern way back in the day at Y100. A real cute gal who went to Cabrini. I don't know if you remember her or not. Uh, but, um, 
I'm sad this is happening. Yeah, me too. Anytime, yeah. especially because it represents memories for so many people. Yeah. I mean, not that you live in the past, but it's... Uh, uh, yeah, but th- again, the fact that it's going to be absorbed in and rolled in and still kept intact in some form or another under the Villanova banner is nice. My little broadcasting school, my little, yeah. uh, you know, uh, elective type class or, or, or I guess uh, trade school isn't around anymore. It's and a was, hollowed out dump. I was yeah. bummed out. Uh, yes. That happened. It, yeah. That's where your your formative years. Yeah. yeah, if I were an alum of Cabrini, it would this would uh, totally bum me out, you know, yeah. and like... I, I guess they didn't raise enough money via the alums either. Uh, Preston, where did you do the that? Um, you went to an observatory at some local school. Was that, that Eastern? Was the Eastern? Okay, yeah. yeah, they're right next to each other. I mean, okay. you can walk from one to the other. All right. So Cabrini, by the way, if you don't know this, uh, was uh, founded as a college in 1957 by the Missionary Sisters of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, the religious order of the college's namesake. Uh, Sir Francis Xavier Cabrini. Xavier is my brother's middle name. That's a fun fact. And uh, maybe and became a university in 2016. That's right, because it was Cabrini College. That's right. Until 2016. What is the difference between a college and a university? Study. That's the weight. Yeah. I'm sorry? Post-school. Postgraduate studies. So okay. We have to, yeah. So if if they include postgraduate studies, right. then it becomes a university. They just have to say they include it. They don't okay. actually, they don't have, actually to have to. And then you can call yourself. A <laughs> well, university. when you get there, come back. We'll talk. I did a radio show at Cabrini for a stretch when I was when I was interning here at MMR, and I wanted to uh, stretch my DJ legs. I did a radio show at WYBF at Cabrini University, huh. and uh, were you mad Nick at night? Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, Nick at night. <laughs> Mad Nick at night. Yeah. yeah. I like that. But it was fun. And, you know, it's not a very uh, massive radio station, but it's a cool way to um, get some radio practice in. Nick, my college was very small, and it, it, there were two things. It had a communications department, and it had a uh, an architectural you know, a, a, a level of credibility. I don't know exactly what the story was, but those are the two students you'd, type of students you would find on that campus. And I'd be bummed if it went yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. school never even had a uh, communications department. I'm, my major was international relations. Uh, <laughs> and look at me now. <laughs> look at you now. Yeah. All right. Uh, hang on. I want to go to Jake. Has a comment. Hi, Jake. Good morning. Hey, good morning. You guys rock. Thanks, man. What's up, bud? Hey, so I went to Philadelphia University, graduated uh, 2006. That's um, campus over in East Falls there. Mm-hmm. And it used to be the College of Textiles and Science. Right. Which, you know, they changed the name. But a few years ago, Thomas Jefferson bought merged with Philadelphia University, PU, and now it's the Thomas Jefferson University, Philadelphia University campus. And so they just kept the name. But you know, I don't know if I don't know if PU was uh, struggling financially, but hmm. it's it's basically where all of our um, uh, design majors and and stuff like that. That it was a uh, you know primarily fat. Textile and design school. Yeah, when I was so when we were living um, over in Maniunk, uh, I would uh, go out and hike through Wissahick and uh, the park system, and then I'd also go up and, sure. and ha- hike around their campus, which was nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Jake, does that bother you at all that they changed it and you went to school there? A lot, of, yeah. A lot of my friends and I, you know, they hit us up for alumni money. I said, "That's not where I graduated." Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. I gradu- I, I'm from Philly U, so yeah. you know, so f you. <laughs> Yeah, no, like, when you yeah. when you tell someone where you went to school and then you add it with, well, it's not there anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of weird. Much, yeah. It's, it's now a Pet a Boys. <laughs> you know, it's the same name. It still exists. It's, you know, it, 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 it just changed the name. It just, you know, kind of bothers me a little bit. No, and I think I can completely understand that. These are formative experiences and, and years in your life. And, uh, 
you'd like it to go on, you know? Exactly. Oh, yeah. I agree. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right. Well, that, um, yeah, that's that's happened. And uh, through, so that last graduating class is going to be 2024. So, uh, bummer on that. Uh, hang on. Well, let me go to uh, Matt. He wants to mention something about Cabrini. Hi, uh, Matt. Good morning. Jay, how you doing, bud? Good. What's up, buddy? Uh, me and my wife had gotten married in 94, and we had a wedding reception in one of their mansion halls that they rented out. Oh. 70 people. And it was, a, I still got people coming up to me saying it was the best reception ever they ever went to no kidding i yeah. I, 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 I don't know i didn't even think of colleges as being a place that you can uh have uh weddings and receptions and things like that but you can yeah. have funerals there i know but oh my god you just have they to bring your own shovel hey villanova's got a uh they, they they're they do a cemetery graveyards right in the front yeah front yard there hmm. they have curbside service present. thank you matt by the way there's by a the really way. long waiting list to get married yeah at who Oh, I thought you were about to get buried <laughs> in Villanova. Well, well, people are dying to get in. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> By the way, who are all the people that are buried there at Villanova? Are mostly they, dead people. Are, well, yeah. I would assume they would be dead, but are, are they, uh, Are they? I assume they're staff or clergy yeah. or something no like that. Idea. I'm curious because, I mean, it's prominently displayed when you drive by in front of Villanova. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, you'd, you, I hate, well, listen, you would assume that they had some sort of Elevated status at Villanova for I them to be so. in that prime spot of all the thousands and thousands of people that have gone to school right. there over the years, and, and then, some schlubs buried there. Yeah, they're not having that. There's, they, uh, but I'm sure they do have a schlub cemetery. The schlub section, where they bury Uncle Al. I don't know. Back in the schlub section, next to the zebra pen. <laughs> all right, uh, you know what? Let's move on. I've got another. Uh, City Beat or two uh, story. Uh, 95 reopened. Of course, we covered that last week. It still blows me away and uh, still a point of pride for everyone. In fact, we had uh, Governor Shapiro on yes. uh, to talk about that. He gave we, us full credit. Did we get that clip I asked for? Uh, hang on a second because I want to see if we have this. Yeah, yeah. okay. We had Governor Shapiro, Shapiro on. Shapiro. <laughs> Shapiro. Shapiro. What is that? Shapiro. Stalag 17. Shapiro. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I just love the way he says Shapiro. And if we're going to say Shapiro, we may as well have that clip. Shapiro! Uh, so, um, uh, apparently, Burlington County residents helped make that reopening happen. And I will explain. They, so, not our event that we did that morning? No, that didn't help uh, out at all. By the way, they had a big party at uh, Xfinity Live yesterday for them. Uh, but uh, Aero Aggregates of North America, a Delaware County... Pennsylvania-based manufacturer used the ultralight foam glass aggregate rocks, and here's the deal. Burlington County is one of the company's major suppliers of recycled glass that Aero Aggregates used to manufacture the rocks. That's awesome. So last year, the county shipped uh, 7,100 tons of glass to the company. Ship the glass. <laughs> yes. So they, they, uh, they're uh, partially responsible or largely responsible for that. It's excellent. To Governor Shapiro. Shapiro! Uh, Burlington <laughs> County residents can continue <laughs> assisting with such repairs by recycling materials like uh, glass bottles and jars. Uh, labels can remain on the jars and bottles, but uh, caps and lids should be removed. According to county officials, glass... Why would you have to take your hat off? Food containers uh, should be rinsed. So I think that's, um, 
I think that's awesome, especially when you can see definitively yes. something <clears throat> that you have been doing like recycling goes exactly to this particular project. We took all of that glass and used it for this out of Burlington Town County. Prompt I prompt you was, to do it a little bit more. I thought that was really cool. And that, look, it's still, it, it, does it, doesn't it make you smile to know that, that this morning it was up and running? Yeah. And they, they're going to start the permanent um, restructuring and rebuilding of it almost immediately. Yep. Uh, the county collected more than 84 million pounds of glass, uh, paper, and recyclables, saving more than $3.7 million for, it says here, Burlco. Burlco. Municipalities. <laughs> and property taxpayers, uh, officials said. So Governor Shapiro is happy. Shapiro. Um, by the way, uh, was it, uh, Kathy, didn't you say that you started Buxco? No, what I said was is that it was not, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't the no thing. one called it Buxco in Bucks County. Like, Delco was always Delco. Yeah. It's, it was Bucks County. That's what you refer to it as. And you started then, Buxco. You did. Yeah, but I was just saying it started here. Like, people, you, we didn't refer to it as Buxco when I, you yeah. know, when I, I lived I, there and when I was young. I think that's legit that the point of origin would be here because I never... Yeah, Prior to that, we, did you ever hear it? No, no, it was Bucks, right? It was just straight up Bucks. Yeah, Bucks County. And I think we came up with the word doily. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we? You can say that. I think. I, you know what, Marissa? Check the logs and yeah. see if we ever came up with the word doily. We'll, we'll have somebody look into that, Steve. Uh, real quick, I want to double back to Villanova uh, because uh, Levi works at Villanova and can explain the cemetery thing. Oh, very uh, cool. Hi. Levi, good morning. Hello. Guys. Hey, what's I'm up, buddy? You at work. It's okay. It's is okay. it Levi or is it Levy? It is Levi. It is Levi. All right. Yeah. So, what do you do? What do you do at Nova? So, I work. I work in the study abroad office there, um, helping students have life changing experiences in other countries. Oh, uh, very nice. And it's it's a lot of fun. So it's the, it's what brought me to the area. And when I uh, when I moved here, uh, my old boss gave me a tour of the campus, gorgeous campus, and uh, we walked by all these headstones. And I'm like, there's seriously a, a cemetery on campus. This is crazy. And he's like, no, 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 they're not. They're, they're, there's nobody buried there. They're just, you know, basically just an image of all of the previous Augustinians that had worked on campus and gone through sort of the program. What? Like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right. And then, and then maybe maybe ten years later, I'm um, I'm going to lunch one day on campus, and there's a fresh plot dug up. And <laughs> they were lying to you. They've been lying the whole time. So there actually are bodies buried uh, I, in that in, uh, on that tract of land. Yes. Now I am. I, I've been here twenty years. If I am wrong, uh, I'll I'll eat it. But yeah. seeing that fresh dirt and a new <laughs> headstone was pretty convincing. Hey, why? Hey. Yeah, why would Why would you dig a hole for? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. The, I, I I think you're up to. I, you're you know, on the to only something. thing I could think of was that it was a senior prank where it's like the graduating class was like, all right, one last you know <laughs> okay. hurrah before they they took off. But be a good um, prank. it was pretty convincing to me. Hey Levi, can you email me? I'd love to come over and check that out sometime. Absolutely. I, I, I did, maybe I'll stay on and you know send me your info. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you a tour. Just, just Nick at WMMR.com. But I, I want to go see uh, if there's actually bodies there or not. Levi, yeah, should Nick yeah. bring his own shovel? Or do you yeah, have yeah. one? Yeah. I, I got a good shovel. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe find a tooth or a necklace or something. Right. Yeah. Look, I got a whole bunch of ribs, so there are people buried there. Yeah. Okay. Garden State. Uh, interesting. So, so they lead you to believe that no, there are no bodies there. Apparently so, yeah. And and I've talked to people, and you know, again, it's not something that I'm actively pursuing. And maybe I will now because of the the chatter about Villanova in the in the news. And they moved the tombstones, but they left the bodies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Cabrini uh, the Cabrini Cemetery at Villanova University. Yeah, Cabrini Geist. 
Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. It nice does look nice, though. I, I, again, I know some people are, you know, are find it too morbid, but I, we do have, uh, we have some lovely cemeteries in the area. Yeah. All right. Uh, here's another city beat story for you: uh, the Pennsylvania Horticultural Society. You know are the they, old adage: you are, can lead a horticulture, but you can't make her think. Are these the guys that uh, that will print the plant the street trees for you? I mentioned that. Oh, a while back. They run the flower show every year. Uh, they share that it's. What are we doing? Uh, we're trying to turn off one. Oh. And turn on I thought another. it was disco time. <laughs> I would sometimes. Yeah. You have references that I don't get yep. when you play and those. And, and Casey, that I thought... That was a straight-up mistake. This is an accident. Yep. Right. So you're talking about, Preston, the, the group that goes around, for example, they came to our house and asked if we wanted to plant another tree out on the street? I don't know. I was asking okay. if the Pennsylvania Horticultural Society does that or not. But they have shared their exciting lineup of events and activities at its two PHS pop-up gardens in Maniunk huh. and on South Street for the summer season. Uh, I do don't... love a good pop-up garden, don't you, Kathy? I, I do like yeah, a pop-up garden. <laughs> they offer beautiful plantings, refreshing summer cocktails, and delicious food fare. Any so that's part mocktails? Of why I brought it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Both gardens <laughs> have recently undergone planting change-outs uh, for the summertime to create a tropical island vibe Ooh. with the gardens. Ooh. Guests are invited to visit these breathtaking gar- gardens and be transported to a tropical oasis. Uh, but both gardens offer a line of frozen cocktails this summer. Including a delicious purple-hued frozen mojito. Could I have one of those purple-hued mojitos? Among an extensive menu of delicious cocktails, draft beers, canned beers, wine, and non-alcoholic sips. There's your mock. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Popular, uh, it's... These defrosted pig's eyes are delicious. So two of them that return this year that are popular are the Woodermelon. Woodermelon. It's spelled that way. Yeah. Uh And uh, the Gritty Marg. Uh, along with new specialty drinks, including uh, Chief Boba, made with Bacardi Black Rum, uh, Bacardi Superior Rum, Passion Fruit, and Boba Pop. Ugh, boba. I hate Boba tea. What is, what is, I'm, I'm not like a tapioca balls at the bottom, and then like the texture of it throws me off. I, can't I don't like it. my tea to have balls. And you have mm. to have a giant straw. Yeah, yeah. To really? Suck through that, too. Yeah, you gotta, I, suck, I you gotta suck the balls through the, the giant <laughs> You gotta <laughs> suck them really hard. Yeah. I'm trying Steve, to say suck the balls. There's new places opening like all over the place. Just ball sucking places? <laughs> ball sucking tea places, yes. Really? So this is the big trend? I, I, it I, isn't, but that was my I'm question. I'm so uncultured. The boba tea's been out for a while. Has it? Right, but it's very trendy now among the younger kids. They're all going to these new tea shops that are opening. Why? What? What is the... Uh, what, is, what is... Is that... TikTok. Man, is it? Some TikTok is that chocolate process, yeah. in that? Or what it's is that? tapioca. That's the... Yeah. It looks like, like tadpole eggs. I'm gobstopped. Yeah. Gobsmacked, as they say. Uh, June at the Pop-Up Gardens is packed with events, including a free live music performance by instrumental rock band, I think, like Midnight on June 25th at the PHS Manyoung Pop-Up Garden. And for those who are looking to develop their green thumb, both gardeners will host... Both gardens will host a terrarium making workshop. Kathy, <laughs> where attendees can create and take home their very own mini garden I ecosystem. Love this. Mini. You ever made a little uh, terrarium, terrarium before? Sure, of course. Okay, of course. You can buy one at Terrain for four hundred dollars. Yeah, or you nice. could just make your own. <laughs> now, when you get that home, do you put your GI Joes in it and pretend they're having a battle? You can. <laughs> What's mm-hmm. Terrain? Terrain's it's a, a restaurant. <gasps> it's a. What did you? What just came out of your mouth? It's a store in a restaurant. You don't know what it is. It's an, it's an excellent restaurant and an excellent store, and it has uh, all sorts of like um, 
uh, plant garden related stuff, and it's nice. Preston, it? it's one of my favorite places to go to. Nick is right; it is extremely expensive. Oh my god, I'm in heaven! But you can go there and uh, like and get a lot of ideas, inspiration. This is be my regular every night thing. Where is this? There's two. There's <laughs> one in Devon and one in Glen Mills. They are opening one in Doylestown as well. I think the Doylestown one actually opens this week. Do you know what I love? Hey, Preston, actually, when we went to a little um, a, the birthday celebration for Doctor Mike. Do you remember that place? Yeah. That's that's right, terrain. That's, that's had to be it. Right where it was out in Wayne, it was yes. Devin? It, it had to be terrain. Well, I don't uh, remember lovely terrariums and it was on the other side. Garden ideas. So they that you probably there is like an outside area where and they have a restaurant area and then there's a retail store area where you can go in and shop. But it's under the anthropology urban outfitter umbrella. No. Oh, you don't like them? It's kind of pretentious. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, but I, I've never, you know, I've never spent other than Doctor Mike's uh, party that I wasn't aware that that's where we were at. Which <laughs> no, maybe aware. The food was lovely and the cocktails were nice. But uh, yeah, it's a great place. I I love it. I'll go there and just walk around. All right, and then uh, in Please July, mm-hmm. and then in July you can <laughs> there's a lively burlesque and drag show featuring Brittany Lynn at the Maniac Pop Up Garden or at the South Street Pop Up Garden. You can stop by July 18th for a free garden party. And concert featuring uh, Arkai, an award-winning electro-acoustic duo that's inspired audiences around the world. Hope you people like this. The event will be co-hosted by Astral, a Philadelphia-based nonprofit that specializes in developing the early careers of extraordinary classical musicians. Ah. So, Pennsylvania Horticulture Society. I thought that was worth... It's very cultivated and cultured. All right, and then one more... All this really? stuff's going on. It's exciting. This isn't in the city at all, but Liar. it takes place through Pennsylvania, so I thought I would mention this. Uh, Steve, you sent me this article. Pennsylvania apparently has a reputation among the 20,000 people since the 1930s who have through-hiked the iconic Appalachian Trail from yeah. Georgia to Maine, along with thousands of others who day-hike it, and some call Pennsylvania... Roxylvania or hell or the meat grinder or the ankle roller. I brought this up to Nick uh, and uh, it, this is confirmed that it is it is a very difficult part of the trail. Yeah, they I call it a place where hiking boots go to die. What were you going to say, Nick? I, I referenced it a few weeks ago when we were talking about the Appalachian Trail. People that there are really challenging parts of the AT uh, that uh, the height and the elevation get to you, but the worst state that always people um, claim hiking through on the uh, on the AT is Pennsylvania, and it's because of the terrain. Yeah, one specific 146-mile stretch of North Pennsylvania consistently ranks as the least favorite section of the entire Appalachian Trail. That's, uh, it says a lot, and Nick, we're so proud to have it. Have you gone to experience this yourself oh, yet? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's just, you know, look, you're used to it when you hike around here, what, what the uh, geology is. So, it, you know, it doesn't bother you as much if you're, you grew up hiking in Pennsylvania. But then you go and you, you experience hiking in other places. You're like, oh, yeah, Pennsylvania is really tough. Uh, according to Cindy Ross, a long, longtime hiker from Berks County, she said, you know, New Jersey is just as bad, right? Cindy! Nope. She said, no one complains about it because you're not there very long. That being said, there's a lot better trails in Pennsylvania uh, than that northern stretch of the AT. I would never hike there on purpose. Hmm. And Cindy I've lived- needs to shut her yapper. She said, I've lived here for 40 years. No, yeah, this is so uh, sporadically over the years, Preston, I've heard of the difficulty of this part of the trail. But this uh, this article brought it all into focus. So, um, yeah, but... Um, Hiking rocky terrain and, um, you know, 
Exactly. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, is, uh, is difficult. By the way, my, I rolled my ankle. <laughs> I rolled my ankle over three weeks ago, oh, yeah. and it still hurts. Yeah. Really? Yep, yeah. it still hurts. It's You're not, better than that. It's, uh, <laughs> that ain't you. It's still a uh, little that tender. That ain't you. And I think it's still a little swollen as well. Uh, to the hell's the wrong with your ankles? Yeah. Unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Uh, so Pennsylvania hiking advocates say traversing the Appalachian Trail here is like learning to drive in New York City. And also you don't have a choice if you want the glory. Yeah. Uh, the executive producer, of, or executive producer, executive director of the Keystone Trails Association, Brooke Lenker, said when you conquer Pennsylvania, you'll be able to conquer the trail in any other state because there's a lot of up and down and a lot of rock. Interesting. They said the, the rocks are part of the challenge. If it was easy, then it, right. would, it wouldn't have the allure. Uh, Pennsylvania, most northbound hikers point out, starts off just fine when it crosses into Franklin County from Maryland. There's lots of farmland, mostly flat, graded trails. The halfway point of the Appalachian Trail is a major milestone at Pine Grove Furnace State Park where hikers, are you familiar with this, Nick, can get attempt the half-gallon challenge of Hershey's ice cream? Uh, no, but uh, uh-huh. sign me up. Do tell. <laughs> What uh, happens with this? I don't know. So do you eat ice cream while you hike the trail? It says, yeah, this is a Pine Grove Furnace State Park. Hikers can attempt the half-gallon challenge of Hershey's ice cream. Take a look at that and see what all that is uh, wow. entailed with that, uh, Nick. Is that your reward for clearing the, the uh, most difficult part of the trail? You know, there's a thing called uh, trail magic. So if you do through hiking on any of the, the big, long trails in and around the country, um, generous people will leave treats. For hikers on the side of the trail. And I, I always mean, eat stuff I find on the road. Well, um, I mean, it's not stuff that you find on the road, per oh. se. It's like uh, edible stuff that would be left in a can that would oh. be preserved properly so that you could actually eat it. Um, but I'm wondering if this is like a trail magic. And mm. huh. uh, Duncannon, a I trail... a squirrel. A trail... <laughs> Gandalf, how did you get here? I'm on the trail, wandering along, and what I see? A bag of half-eaten Twizzlers. They were delicious. They were Twizzlers or Earthworms. <laughs> uh, in Duncannon, a trail town in Perry County crossing the Susquehanna River leads to an underworld of knife-edge rubble where the devil spends his winter sharpening the rocks for spring and summer hikers. And it gets hotter uh, in the rocks, hikers say, uh, and there's little water. That half gallon of ice cream becomes a cruel memory, it says. I want to find out about this ice cream. Yeah, Nick, have you found anything about it? Yeah, so it's there's a store near where this part of the trail crosses uh, in Cumberland Valley, and uh, so it's just become a popular thing for hikers to do. They stop, and they have a half-gallon ice cream, and then they keep on going. You eat a half-gallon on your own? Kind of. How, how many pints is in a half-gallon? Uh, and then you get a commemorative wooden spoon stamped with Maybe the words, member of the half-gallon club. Two, right? What's that? Two. Two pints? Yeah. I don't know, in a half gallon? Oh, so this is basic basic measurements, and I've totally forgotten. Four pints in a half gallon. Four? I was right. No, you said two. <laughs> I was right. Could you eat four pints of ice cream no. in one sitting? No. I bet, I bet oh, if, if you're, you're a like a you could. <laughs> yeah. Really, like if you're, you're exhausted from being yeah. on the trail and you haven't had any treats and you're eating everything out of a can for uh, um, you know a month. Uh, half gallon ice cream is going to well, taste pretty damn good. We're going to go to somebody named Slappy on the phone lines and uh, see you. Slappy Pepper. I made an extra Hi, Slappy. <laughs> on your mark, get set. We're riding on the internet. internet. Oh, my oh God. God. That's, <laughs> That's very old. I love it. All right, Slappy, what can you share with us here? 
So the half-gallon challenge is simply just a celebration at the halfway point. You buy a half-gallon of ice cream, and you sit down, and you try to eat the entire thing. Well, I think I think with all that physical exertion, that would cause some issues. But like Nick says as well, you're, if you're burning off calories, maybe your system can accept it. The appetite that some hikers get while it's out while they're out there, it's just it's absolutely absurd how much food they can sit down and eat. Sure. Have, you, have you done it? I, I this is my ten year anniversary this year. I threw hiked in twenty thirteen. Did did you have a good time? Is it something you might do again? Um, I haven't been backpacking since twenty thirteen. Uh, but now that I'm like if you asked me in twenty fourteen, I would say no way, no chance. But now that I'm so far removed from it, it uh, it's it's enticing. It it was quite the adventure. It was a once in a lifetime ordeal and uh Pennsylvania definitely sucks. <laughs> did you did you tackle the half gallon? I don't think so. I never had just like a crazy appetite. I do not recall. I remember having ice cream. I don't think I sat down and ate a half gallon. Okay. I just got an email. Uh, Thanks, by the way, Slappy. A week or two ago from a guy named uh, Brandon Smith, and he's uh, he's doing the northern half of the AT. He's an uh, avid listener to the show. Uh, the, what he's going to do on a daily basis is listen to the Preston and Steve show huh. to help him go um, as many miles as he can in four, four and a half hours or whatever. But he's starting in Harper's Ferry, uh, West Virginia, and he's going all the way to Maine. Wow. Uh, and he just started a week and a half ago. So uh, wow. good luck, Brandon. Man, that's It's not easy, and I'm sure Pennsylvania's been really hard. But if you're trying this half-gallon uh, challenge... Let us know about that too. I don't. Well, I don't think have... I could do the ice cream, but I, I bring a thermos of gravy. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Jess did it. Uh, hi, Jess. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Great. So you have hiked the trail. When did you do it? Uh, 2012. All right. And did you do the half gallon challenge? Absolutely. Ah. How hard was it? Uh, not hard at all. I actually <laughs> had a half gallon of cookies and cream. I mixed it with some root beer, so I made myself a giant float. And then afterwards, I had a cheeseburger and some fries. <laughs> so you were you were obviously burning a ton of calories, so your system could take that on. And and uh, uh, so afterwards, did any did you get indigestion at all as you moved along, or were you okay? No, I was a little bit thirsty, but that was it. Okay, <laughs> it's pretty wild. Do you have, did you get your commemorative spoon? Yeah, the little wooden spoon. Absolutely, I still have it. Nice. <laughs> That's are you, would you, are you thinking of doing it again? You know, when I started, I was like, there's no way somebody would just do this whole trek again. You know, it's six months long. You're right. seeing the same stuff. But it's all about the people and your experience of finding yourself. Yes. So I would absolutely devote six months to myself again. I could, I could completely see that. Preston, is it akin to your walkabout? It's yeah, like when but, Kathy goes to terrain. Um, <laughs> yeah, but no. Thank you, Jess, by wait. the way. Uh, oh, wait. I'm sorry. Hey, <laughs> Jess, did you get a trail name? Uh, yeah, Connect Four. Connect Four. And, and how did you get that trail name? Uh, I carried a Connect Four board with me, and I was actually undefeated until oh my West Virginia. Wow. And, yeah, until I um, had a game with a guy who was a chess master. Wow. Yeah, he won the first game, but I won uh, four out of seven. Okay. My trail name was Person of Interest. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jess. Uh, Nick, explain the trail name. It's um, when you start off on a through hike, you are Preston, you are Steve, whatever, um, but you lose your name relatively quickly and somebody has to give you a trail name. So um, you become Connect Four or Person of Interest 
and uh, and that's what you're known as for the rest of the hike. And the, cool. w- the way that through hiking works is you kind of work your way in and out of groups as you go, depending on your pace. People uh, that you're walking along with. Yeah, and, and so sometimes you'll you know you'll walk with a group of five or six, and they will know you by that name, um, and you're really not known by your actual name. You- All right, well, hang on. I have, a, I have a question about that. What about if you group move in and out of groups? She's Connect Four in this group. They, you know, people this is drop off, and then you... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's just an asshat, really. Uh, and then you move on to another group. Do you then introduce yourself as Connect Four from you do. there on at? Yeah. And so so you're you're beholden to the first group of people that decide to give you a name. That is your name from What if you hook up with the asshat people first? Yeah. It's like when your name becomes Pinto. You know, like... Right. Yeah. Why, why, why but not? that's Pinto, in why an not? official ceremony. Uh, you know? True. Yeah. Um, but, like, there's a there's a community on, on through Trail Hikers. So, you know, once you... And, and word gets around. You know? I think that's I think that's very cool. I, I enjoy hiking. I don't know if I could do the six month, you know, disconnect from from life. No. I and I I will eat a half a gallon of ice cream though. Me too. Yeah. Uh, but like you know, my my Yellowstone trip that I took by myself that was for like you know five days. Yeah, there's no way I, I would get uh, and and I understand the spiritual nature of it or finding yourself or whatever you may want right. to connecting with uh, with with the. Uh, with the earth and, and other people, and but I couldn't, no, uh-uh, I couldn't do that. That big of a trip, no way. I could eat a half gallon of ice cream. <laughs> yeah. We should I'm probably not- do that challenge just to do that challenge. I, right? I mean, I'm looking at that, that's the classic half gallon of ice cream. I could easily do that. It's two pints. Yeah. Casey pulled up a picture Wait, of the... Wait, um, uh, let me see. It's four pints. Uh, it's like okay. the standard, you know, yeah. two, a tub of ice cream that you buy. You could buy eat that whole gallon. thing in one sitting. Uh, e- easily. What? You would get sick. No, I... That's not the question. I, 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 <laughs> it's not whether it's lethal. Yeah. Um, I don't think you'd get sick. We have people... No. Now, when you drink a full gallon of milk, which we've done before, you puke it up. Without question, your body right. can't handle a gallon. Ice cream would be different. I think ice cream would be different. So, really? And also half of that. So half that amount. I think it would depend also on your flavor. For example, if you had a... Like, a, like if I just did chocolate, if you, if you really were... Were to put in like chocolate pieces and caramel and all. She did cookies and cream. Oh, I guess so, you're right. I don't know. With some root beer and a cheeseburger and fries. Yeah. Wait, did I ever tell you about the time I made um, banana ice cream? It was like you actually made the ice cream. It, all it is is frozen bananas with like a handful of walnuts and um, I guess like a little bit of milk. I, I forget, or even I, I think we maybe even added. Is water. this a family it was, uh, a secret it was like recipe? A, it's like a healthier ice cream. It's not. It's not actually ice cream. Uh. But I had made it, and I froze it, and then you would take it out and eat it. Well, I didn't, I didn't realize how much I was eating. And so when I was finished, I'm like, God, I feel, like, really gross. Like, that was like, how is this healthier? I ate four bananas, basically. Wow. Oh, my God. I was yeah. dying. I was dying. Wow. Um, so, all right, well, we'll have to see if you can follow through on that case. And another quick call, and we got to take a break. I'm going to go to Amanda. Amanda, good morning. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Good well, to you. All right. So you did the trail and the half gallon challenge. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and I had to call in because listening to the other through hikers was kind of like reading a walk in the woods. And my adult like it. He was all uh, depressed and morbid about it. I love through hiking the AT. I would triple crown in a minute if we uh, could save up enough and get the kids out of toddlerhood. It was great. So you 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 loved it. And did you find on a, on a spiritual level? You talk about finding yourself. Did you find oh, it yeah, a no, good I reset? No, 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 you just wanted the ice cream. <laughs> no, it's just fun. No, you're outside. I mean, I had a hard job working in a pediatric ICU before, and then, you know, you don't have to go to work. You just have to keep walking all day. How so. did you manage to find the time to do it? 
Uh, well, I was a travel nurse, so... Oh. You, you can know, bring you your patients like, with you. Come on, come on, move it on! You could do three-month stints, so you do, like, contract jobs. Oh, So you okay. can just take a break and still have a job afterwards. So, um, and I didn't have kids at the time. This was when I was 25, so... Apparently, <laughs> uh, and you did the half-gallon challenge? I did. I would I would not do that again. That was gross. Yeah. I, he hates uh, when you bring up how you enjoyed your life prior to. I, uh, yeah, you have to, the key is you got to eat it fast. Cause once you get to like just having a chug liquid ice cream, it's, it's gross. Okay. I, also, uh, I was a total like a uh, girl about it and I got confused. I thought I was going in. I thought the half gallon challenge was going to be a pint of ice cream. And I was like, Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm um, and, uh, yeah. So, All right, Amanda, you have a screaming child to yeah. tend to, so we're going to let you go Get ahead. back okay. to the peace and quiet that is your life. All right, take care. <laughs> By the way, Nick, you can you can break that thing up? The, oh, the AT? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can do it in, in sections if you want. And it counts? Now you're going to do it, aren't you? Well, you've done all of it, yeah. I mean, and, and a lot of people, because they don't have the time or they can't get the time off from work, they will do sections. So and, then, since we, we have all kinds of labels for... for you know, these these types of, of hikes. Is there a difference between people who break it up and a difference between people who do a run-through without stop? You know? Yeah, probably. Okay. I mean, you know, if you're going to do, like, the Pacific Crest Trail, I know you have to start at a certain time of the year just because of weather and snowpack and all that kind of stuff because mm-hmm. you're going up through the Sierra Nevada. By the way, uh, I just learned this from a listener. The Hershey Ice Cream Company has no connection to the Hershey Chocolate Company. What? Shut oh your mouth. They are entirely different companies. That blows yeah. my mind. Me too. That's a lie. I mean, so now they, I've learned two things. You can't ride a zebra, and Hershey ice cream is not from Hershey. Liar, whore, liar, whore, and you know it. That's right. <laughs> All right. They have Hershey ice cream in Chocolate Factory. I know. It's weird. Um, well, listen, we got we to wrap up. We got we got to close up the, the city beat. I'm here dealing with a personal but, uh, trauma here. Yeah. I'm sorry. We'll give you time during our commercial right, break to, uh, uh, to mourn. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back in just a moment or two. But by the way, the worst part of the Appalachian Trail is through Pennsylvania. Absolutely, I had no idea about that. All right, we're gonna take a break. Come back in a second. Bizarre file is on the way. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Shine down. You can try. You can try. But the dead don't die. Jelly roll. Ron Jones. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Uh, Steve, you wanted to mention something? Yes, if I could. Our friend, uh, celebrity chef Nicholas Elmy, Nick Elmy, uh, was very kind. He uh, helped make some reservations at his wonderful restaurant, Lark, for a family gathering. It was a uh, 60th uh, birthday for my sister-in-law. Oh. It was yesterday evening. Uh, and I'd been up and seen Lark, but I'd never actually had dinner there. And it is sensational. It's in the Marriott, which is right along the river near where the uh, the Aquatic Fitness Center is here. I, I Technically, I guess it's Pelicanwood, right? yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, right where the landing is as well, his other great restaurant. But, Preston, it's you especially, I think, with your cultivated palate would freak the hell out. Oh, yeah? Everything was delicious. He's, he's a magic. He's a magician in the, in yeah. the, uh, in the kitchen. But just got us, uh, got us set up, and, and uh, it's, it was kind. And, again, if you haven't, it's, it's kind of a gem a lot of people aren't aware of. Yep. It's on the seventh floor. has its own entrance. Uh, you know, and uh, if you haven't had an opportunity, check it out. I think it will blow you away. And thank you, too, Nick. It was very kind of him. Yep. And 
actually, I just wanted to mention last week, Nick and I both went to um, Gaucho Prime in King of Prussia. They opened a new Brazilian steakhouse right. and they had a grand opening. Yeah. Uh, it was really cool. It, it's, you know, the, the traditional Brazilian steakhouse, but uh, now a new one right there in King of Prussia. Look at us all going out to restaurants. I know. How about that? I never go anywhere. I, I just, I, you know, I have a Sig Zebra at home. Man, yeah, yeah, somebody's yeah. got to take care of them. All right, we have time for the Bizarre Fire. Bizarre. <laughs> WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Fire. Brought to you by uh, Valley Forge Tourism. Crave Montco Month returns July 1st. You can enjoy promotions that highlight Montgomery County's diverse restaurant scene. We were just talking about restaurants. We love them. With over 1,600 restaurants to choose from, you can visit CraveMontcoMonth.com for details. A Kentucky County deputy jailer was charged with sexual abuse for allegedly recording a female inmate performing sexual acts for preferential treatment. Could you do me a favor and take a dump? Uh, the, oh do you own a drone, sir? The drone. <laughs> sheriff's, the sheriff's office reported, uh, reportedly received a request from the Boone County Jail to oh. investigate a possible criminal activity between Deputy Jailer Trenton Westfall an investigation found that the 28-year-old would befriend female inmates using the jail's phone calls and text messaging systems to communicate with them. During calls and text messages, Westfall allegedly requested female inmates to perform sexual acts in a manner that would allow the deputy jailer to view. He then used a phone to record an inmate performing the requested sexual act on at least two occasions and for video footage of the requested sexual act. Westfall gave preferential treatment. You can't do that. No. He was charged with two counts of video voyeurism, two counts of sexual abuse. I'm sorry. Four counts of official misconduct. Not cool. An inebriated Florida man was actually drinking a can of Florida man beer (laughs) when he was arrested Tuesday night for disorderly intoxication. It it doesn't get more Florida man than that. Seth Thomas allegedly was yelling at traffic. While walking in the roadway in front of of traffic and refusing to stop when he was collared by the sheriff's deputies on the street in Seminole. Uh, Thomas, cops say, was drinking from a can of Florida Man at the time of his arrest. The beer produced by Tampa-based Cigar City Brewing is a double Indian IPL, uh, India Pale Ale. That is brewed with a nearly criminal amount of hops and a moderate bitter sweetness that just about matches Florida Man's general disposition, it says. Uh, Thomas was arrested for disorderly. Intoxication in his rap shoot includes convictions for obstructing police, trespassing, possession of open alcohol, and disorderly intoxication. Life is good. Like any good Florida man. Yeah. A man tragically died during San Juan festivities when he fell into a bonfire. (sighs) The incident occurred Friday on a plot of ground located near the municipal social club that is annually used for the celebrations. Firefighting teams were immediately deployed to the location to extinguish the fire. Medical crews were standing by to treat him, but there was nothing they could do to save the life of the man once he was rescued from the flames. An investigation into the incident has been launched. The body of the victim is believed to be around 30 years old, and a resident of the town was totally burned. Their first investigation suggests that the deceased, who could have been drunk at the time, attempted to jump over the bonfire when the flames were higher and ended up trapped inside the fire. 
However, it has not been ruled out that he possibly jumped into the flames on purpose. You remember a, a couple of years ago, it was Burning Man, and yeah. some, I think the guy literally ran in. Ran into it. To it. And died. Yeah, and died. Yeah, it's yeah. like a nightmare. I, I can't. just beyond belief how anyone could. I love bonfires. Oh, I love but I, I tend to stay out of the flame. Probably a good call. An 18-year-old boy was killed and dozens were injured when a fire extinguisher exploded during a drill at a high school in Bangkok on Friday. Are they supposed to do that? No. No? The cause of the explosion is being investigated. Novelty. The fire extinguisher that exploded was a carbon dioxide type model. Bangkok's fire rescue said 29 other people were injured by the explosion, mostly sustaining minor injuries. Seven instructors at the school are being questioned by police in relation to the incident. This is like the pack of gum where you pull on it and snaps your finger? Uh, the sound of the explosion could be heard in the nearby government house where the Thai prime minister and cabinet ministers have their offices. So They'd be Thai Thai. They'd be Thai Thai. All right, uh, I love this story. It's in Virginia. A man was involved in an active barricade situation following a police chase involving a Winnebago recreational vehicle. Virginia State Police have since taken him into custody. Around 2.30 a.m. on Friday morning, deputies were called to a residence for a domestic dispute. Upon their arrival, authorities learned that an adult male suspect had driven away from the scene in a 1992 Winnebago. (laughs) Law enforcement pursued the vehicle, and according to police, the Winnebago was brought to a stop when it ran out of gas. They tend to do that. The suspect then barricaded himself inside the vehicle, prompting the deployment of tactical police and a negotiator. And around 7.54 a.m., after hours of attempts to negotiate, law enforcement removed the man from the vehicle and took him into custody. It was interesting how they did this. News uh, captured the extraction operation and arrest on the video. A police vehicle can be seen actually ripping apart the Winnebago. <laughs> To get him out. They it's used, a big can. They used some type yeah. of contraption that has the ability sure. to tear apart things like a trailer right. or, or, stru- a, a or, car. or structures. Yeah. Oh my God. And they used it to get this guy out of there because he just was not going to come out. Did you ever see the documentary Winnebago Man? No. It's based upon, remember years ago in, um, in the earliest days of viral stuff, uh, this was, uh, it even predates a little bit. The guy who worked for the Winnebago company was doing a tutorial on their new product line. Okay. And he screws up constantly and has full meltdowns. If you like watching people have that flub lines and go out of their minds, this is the OG, Winnebago, man. And they made a whole movie about hunting this guy down. As soon as we are done with this segment, yes. I'm going to go look up <laughs> yeah, that video. Uh, but I did not know that, A, a about that, but B, that that was enough material for a movie? A full movie about this guy. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then we'll do one more story, and we will wrap it up. Uh, let's and with this one. We'll end with something good. A lot of people die and messed up stories and there. Winnebago's. But this is nice. And when you throw Winnebago's in there, come you on. Just, yeah, sold on the Two wind. Pinellas County deputies saved an exhausted manatee's life huh. by standing in the water and holding its head above the surface for two hours until help arrived. Good there. In a Facebook <laughs> post. The sheriff's office said the manatee stayed at the surface and had labored breathing. Yeah. Uh, They said the animal was attempting to beach itself on the rocks to keep it from drowning. But Deputy Jill Constant said, uh, we docked the boat. I took off my equipment. I got in and we stayed in the water for two hours holding its head up until he could be rescued. You're a nice man. However, the pair said... 
As soon as the manatee began regaining its strength, it started fighting against the deputies. I for you. Thrashing in the water until Florida's Fish and Wildlife Conservation I want to fight you. Arrived. And yet I want to kiss you. Get away from me. And uh, he wants to kiss you. I want to kiss you. I'm fighting you. And a uh, biologist said, I want to kiss you. You want to kiss me? Yeah, yeah. I want to kiss you. You want to kiss me? <laughs> <laughs> A little more back and forth. I want to kiss you. You want to kiss me? Yeah. I want to kiss you. (laughs) (laughs) Biologist said the manatee is expected to make a full recovery, by the way. All right, and there you go. I want to kiss you. You want to kiss me? And that's the last story in the Bizarre File. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. We'll get the lesson question. Trash music news. When we return, stay there. I want to kiss you. You want to kiss me? Who's playing where? When? Answer your Philly concert inquiries at WMMR.com. All the shows that rock, all in one place. Just click on our always up-to-date concert calendar at WMMR.com. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Um, we do have some things to give away. One of them would be a uh, prize in association with our lesson question. Let's see what we have. Like I told you, I never look at the, <laughs> at the prizes until it's time to do it. So today we have, this is great, a pair of tickets for the Pocono 400 NASCAR Cup Series race on July 23rd at Pocono Raceway. How about that? The stupid question was Bruce Springsteen tickets. It's unbelievable. The lesson question, tickets to Pocono 400. Wow. This is sweet. All you right. should call Guinness. Yeah, because we're the most generous show on, on, on air, correct? That's right. That's yeah. right. All right, so the question that we go with this morning, I need to do this. Where did Sheena, Queen of the Jungle, who knew how to ride a zebra, actually live? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to this. Where did Sheena, Queen of the Jungle... Who knew how to ride a zebra actually lived. 215-263-WMMR. Call if you know the answer. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's see where we go. Wait. Oh, wait, no, no, you're right. <laughs> wait, you're, no, wait. <laughs> yes, no. 
Got to be herbal. Do we have a sponsor? <laughs> Next one. All right, Steve, what's going on this morning? <laughs> well, 80-year-old Harrison Ford addressing if he has any plans to slow down. Ford says the only time he ever slows down is when he wakes up in the cockpit of his plane as it heads towards the school. <laughs> oh, my God. A coroner's report confirming there was no foul play in the death of former Eight is Enough star Adam Rich back in January. Investigators were concerned after receiving credible information that many believe seven is enough. Oh, so, oh, oh my God. And finally, musician Mod Sun denying his latest song is about ex-Alvar Levine, who called off their engagement in 2023. Many are calling BS, noting a specific lyric in the song, Lovers to Strangers Again, which says, quote, Your beef smells like Chad Kroger. Whoa! <laughs> That's All righty, we'll see if we can get an answer to this question. Where did Sheena, Queen of the Jungle, who knew how to ride a zebra, actually live? We will go to Nick and see if we can the answer. Hey, Nick, good morning. Hey, uh, sucking on a chili dog. Yeah, hey. brother. Hey. Sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog. All right, where did Sheena, Queen of the Jungle, come from? Uh, Cincinnati. 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 Yeah. Yep. Hang on, Nick. We are going to give you a pair of tickets for the Pocono 400 NASCAR Cup Series race on Sunday, July 23rd at Pocono Raceway. NASCAR weekend at Pocono Raceway is July 21st through the 23rd. Tickets at PoconoRaceway.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, brought to you by Horizon Services. Purchasing a new cooling and heating system has never been easier with Horizon Cooling, Heating, and Plumbing. With free estimates and next day installs. Booking in seconds at HorizonEasyBook.com. All right, Dave Grohl made uh, not one, but three. Three surprise appearances this past weekend at England's Glastonbury Festival. On Friday, the Foo Fighters billed as the Churnups. Played an unannounced surprise 10-song set that included portions of Metallica's Enter Sandman and Black Sabbath's Paranoid. Uh, Grohl's daughter, Violet, joined the band for Show Me How. Oh, she's good. She can sing. That same day, Grohl joined Smith's guitarist Johnny Marr's guest spot at with the Pretenders by drumming on the band's early favorite tattooed Love Boys. After the Pretenders' appearance, uh, Chrissy Hind pulled a reluctant Paul McCartney out from the wings while watching the set for a quick wave to the audience. And then the next. I told you I didn't want to do this. I told you. <laughs> you evil bitch. <laughs> you stupid dumb bitch. Can't take no for an answer. He just was not. He didn't want to do it. Yeah. Oh. Everyone thinks he has a point. He has a line you can cross. He was just so mad. He was yeah. full of rage. It was unbelievable. Um, I... What did you pretend to not be a dumb bitch? Oh, the, oh, the Pretenders. <laughs> the name of the band. Okay. <laughs> but the crowd loved it. Yeah, so. they loved it. They loved mm-hmm. to see, you know, you don't see no. that side of Paul. No. Uh, and then the next night... <laughs> Grohl was on hand uh, to close out uh, Guns N' Roses' set by playing uh, guitar on their 1987 classic, Paradise City. So he did quite a bit. Glastonbury always seems to have great uh, lineups and things like that going on. I just, uh, the actual location, it's it's that near a castle, right, and kind of in a field? 
I think so. Yeah. It, really, it always I, looks muddy and unpleasant. Never really looked into it. Uh, but last night, Elton John closed out the festival with his final UK gig. Wow. Fuck. Uh, the Rocket Man spoke to the massive crowd, telling them it's a very special and emotional night for me because it might be my last show ever in England. So I'd better play well, and I'm moving be- to Cincinnati, and I better entertain you. Uh, you've been standing there so long, and I really appreciate all the outfits and everything. Uh, the show differed from his usual farewell Yellow Brick Road shows and opened with his famed cover of the Who's Pinball Wizard. Wow! Which marked the first time that he had tackled that tune since 2009. Uh, prior to performing Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me, he also saluted close friend and duet partner George Michael on what would have been the late singer's 60th birthday yesterday. Kathy, so you saw, I know you say Elton John, uh, Billy, Billy Joel is your Elton favorite. Yeah, right. But uh, where do you stand on Elton John? Was oh, that a, yeah, yeah. That, that was one of the best shows okay. was when they were together. They really, I, they did it right. They did it different than what he did last time with Stevie Nicks. They played a little more together, but right. yeah, it was great. Uh, and then we move on to uh, Sonny Sandoval from the band P.O.D. He is the Elton John of San Diego. He is, uh, absolutely. A lot yeah. of people don't know that. Uh, but the city of San Diego declared June 23rd to be Sonny Sandoval Day Woo! in honor of the singer. Uh, the proclamation was made during a city council meeting. Uh, Sonny released a statement reacting to the news saying, uh, the possibility of having a Sonny Sandoval Day never crossed my mind, nor did I even think it was possible. I still don't know how it happened, but I'll take it. I want to thank you, sir, for coming here today. He said this is probably <laughs> one of the coolest things that I'm has... I'm waiting for a bus. ...that has ever happened to me. I'm overwhelmed by this acknowledgement from the county of San Diego, but uh, more so by the good people that made up this great city, make up this great city. <laughs> he said, the best part of being honored and recognized on this day, uh, it's my mother's birthday. Uh, I know it means just as much to her as it does to me. Happy birthday, Mom. Aw. Well, that's pretty nice. When's your next hit? Ma. <laughs> ah. And then finally, uh, there was a tribute to Tina Turner that took place. And Philadelphia's own Patti LaBelle had a little bit of an issue because she couldn't read the teleprompter <laughs> yes, that had man. the lyrics on it. Uh, this is an audio clip of her singing. I will, I will advise you though to listen to how good her voice is. All right. <laughs> and she's that she's singing that that she doesn't say it is so funny. Yeah, uh, she's a great singer. Fantastic. She's phenomenal. She's one of the best, man. And she's uh, supposed to be a sweetheart. Yep. Uh, and there you go. That's the last item I have in music news. That means we have one more break to take, and as we do so, Casey just slapped this piece of paper next to me, which means give some stuff away. And I have a pair of passes to see. Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 on Thursday, July 6th at the uh, IMAX UA King of Prussia. 7 p.m. show. So we will take uh, callers 11, 12, and 13. 
and give you those tickets right now. 215-263-WMMR. Call and we'll put you on the list. Remember, uh, the movie doesn't open nationwide until the 12th and we're getting you in to see it on the 6th. It's amazing. 7 p.m. IMAX at UA King of Prussia. We'll be back in a second to wrap up the program. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. The Revivalists. Lincoln Park. The Hooters. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Uh, it is 10.38 on a Monday morning with the President and Steve Show. And today has been an enjoyable day. We appreciate you being a part of the program. We gave away some pretty cool things, man. And I just want to give you a heads up that if you don't tune in early with us, if you're just a, uh, a late joiner, you may want to set that alarm a little earlier because our stupid question, which we do around 6.30 in the morning, 6.30, between 6.30 and 6.40, we're giving away Bruce Springsteen tickets. Yeah. That I didn't even. We know. thought it was a mistake. I looked up. I have this uh, this list of things that we have to give away here. That's always uh, and, and I I take a I don't really dwell on it. I, I took a look at it right as about the ask the stupid question. I'm like, you're kidding me. We're giving away Springsteen tickets this week. Yeah, it's actually a mistake. It was supposed to be Spruce Bingstein. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, we gave away Bruce Springsteen tickets, and then for the lesson question, doing the Pocono uh, yeah. uh, tickets, which is awesome. And then we have. Tons of great movie screenings coming up. We got a lot this week, and we have we have to cram it into four days because we're off on Friday. We have to do a blowout. Yep, at so, some point, I think we will do that. That will make that part of one of one of our days. All right, so let's do the letter of the day. And there's only one human being, two human beings that can do this. Because look at this. Did you know this was happening? No, no, no one knew. Look Wait, at three this. Three human beings. Three human beings. Oh, my it's God. It's completely new to me, too. <laughs> yeah, I, what's going I on thought here? we were doing something in a completely different room. Ladies oh. and gentlemen, Pierre Robert, Jackie Bam Bam, and yeah. Jackie Bam Bam. I'm not worthy. What is happening right. here? Right. One guy who needs sleep and two guys who haven't slept. Uh, yeah. Yes. True. Yeah. Wow. To what yeah. do we owe this honor? Well, um, I'm leaving on vacation. Oh. <gasps> He's oh not supposed goodness. to be here today. Uh, That's right. You came in specifically so you could guest appear on the soon-to-be... No more. Richard, no more. <laughs> yeah. o- only in a one sense, but becoming a, a luminous object in the sky of celestial entertainment. Wow. Uh, but, uh, wow. okay, well, that's how, how did it go today? Uh, well, ask John. John, when did he show up? When was he supposed to be? Oh, yeah. tell, actually, him, tell him what we, you had. We actually, going. we started this morning. I have, I have spring scene tickets to give away all week. Like we're, we're, we're just talking about how we're blown out. I said, uh, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to break the hour into, like, six yeah. pieces. Uh, will Pierre be here between 8 and 8.10? 8.10 <laughs> and 8.20? <laughs> And, 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 Great idea. And, and everybody was texting in what time they right. believe it was going to be. And then we pulled one name out of the hat, called him on the air. And at 820, when Pierre showed up, <laughs> they, they got Bruce Springsteen. Well, 20 still is 40 minutes, right? Yeah. yeah. As yeah. I said to John, 20 minutes late for me is an hour early. Uh, That's right. Uh, now, Preston used to have that t- saying about how, uh, of timeliness. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. If you are, uh, wait, what was it? Early. Right. Wait. You, uh, uh, early on time. Yeah, early on is time on time. Late. And late is not acceptable. Unacceptable. Yeah, there we go. Well, late is totally acceptable and is my total life. Uh, but uh, we were um, <clears throat> we were talking about uh, the and he played <laughs> he played the kink so tired of waiting for you, <laughs> which he used to play uh, when on Rittenhouse Square I'd be running ever so slightly behind and unlike 
you guys who are kind enough to say, and up next, Pierre will be here. He would go, oh, where's Pierre? And he would keep talking until I'd show up. And It's in, like on-air extortion. I love it. It, it, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was. was brutal. And running down Walnut Street and UPS <laughs> trucks going, you're late! <laughs> do you remember Do you remember you kind of chastised me when we first started working here? Well, I asked you not to say <laughs> late because I had it had burned such a such a <laughs> such an ulcer. Like he, in had my a, he had a talk with me, John. Yeah. <laughs> a talk? Oh, yeah. yeah, well, yeah yes, wow. he did. They go, well, Pierre's late again. Pierre's late. And I go, oh, no, I can't, I can't go through this whole cycle again. So I just asked you nicely, could you just say, up next will be Pierre. Right. And that'll like, be... Uh, or just say it's, but, it's daylight savings time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's only because he burned me so badly uh, during all those it's years. It's so honorable of them to stay on the air, uh, right? <laughs> even longer and longer, because there was a time that they actually left at 10 o'clock. No, the that only day, time was, they was, left at 10 was o'clock like two days. was their first day. <laughs> they left at 10 o'clock on their first day, of which I was late for, the crossover, and we did it on, and I remember Steve going, well, what do we do about Pierre? And Preston said, well, let's go into the break and see what happens. And I was there on the backside of the break, and we had a little chat and said hello, and I welcomed them. That was their first day here. Then the next day, they ended about 10.05. Oh, we're so sorry. We're late. I go, no, this is nothing. And then it, it was about 10.10. I go, they, and they kept, the first week or two, they kept apologizing. And then sort of like... Um, uh, the white man with Native Americans, uh, Native Americans, they just kept claiming more of of the, of the land as theirs, and um, and eventually they owned the 10, 15, 10, 20, 10, 30, and now it's we whenever... We could do that litter ad with you on the horse and the one tier yes. coming down. So now whenever the F they feel like it, which is, and we're all good with it. Yeah. So I had a chance to, I was uh, driving down to the shore on Friday and uh, listened live, so uh, for uh, I caught about 45 minutes of, uh, of the crossover there. Right. I said, and it was uh, fun. I didn't get a chance to listen to the whole thing, but uh, Matt Cord came down here, and I was like, how, did that, how long did that end up lasting? And he said it went for three hours. It did. Because when I, when I got done, because we had to do a video shoot, um, I'm like, this sounds like it's just getting started <laughs> after 45 minutes of listening to it. But once we start telling stories, yeah. and, I, and I had a lot of audio... You know, I had Louis Louis stuff, and I had Debella Debal stuff, and I had you he know has more Atlantic me City. than I have. Right, <laughs> I, he really does. Uh, you know, I had some of our fun crossovers, and um, you know, and the moo, the cow moo, would be a good one to play. Right, Pancake, can played. you find that? This is a cute one. I but. mean, you, how many years together? You know, okay. yeah. I mean, and wow. there's it, all of that. The 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 history of the station, the history of the various shows. You know, we talked about it, John. Yeah. I mean, you know, you you accrue all these things. Pierre's much more fastidious. Oddly enough, despite your lifestyle, you're very fastidious <laughs> as far as archiving stuff. Right. Yeah. So that and that. So are, did he? Did he pull out things you didn't he, know well, existed? He, he pulled out things that I remembered, but I don't have. Oh wow! I, I, I have none of it. Did I, Pancake get that for you? He's bringing in a dairy cow. Um, can, what would it be labeled? Uh, can, I mean, can is you it in our system? Or? It's, uh, it's uh, me and Debella uh, crossover um, uh, with a cow, talking about a cow. <laughs> uh, I heard it. I, I did I, hear yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that was we fun. Did, we did. We did. Well, I just thought it'd be fun to play again. Oh, okay. But, I, but I, I, never I, mind. They've already heard it. Yeah, because so. we were saying that this morning. I was like, I was pretty sure we ran that. <laughs> well, I just thought it would be fun to play again, and okay. uh, because the entire part. podcast, you know, the you entire. Know, you, you, but you understand him. The idea of playing the same thing over and over again—it's <laughs> like his favorite band. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> 
is true. I could say something, but I won't. Uh, but the... Oh, I don't know what that else was a great football. How did Jackie you know, get looped into all this? What's he doing? I, well, well, here's the wildest thing. He comes to me this morning. He says, says, all right, Jackie's going to do my show. Let's break in on him doing the show. So I thought that we were going to break in on him. And then we come down there. All of a sudden, I see he opens up your studio door. I go, where the hell are we going? Yeah, because we asked you to come in on Wednesday. On Wednesday. Yeah. On Wednesday. So I'm going to shut up. I'm going to want to well, save my stories for me. This yeah. is John's <laughs> last week. This is last week. And so I thought, since I was on his show, uh-huh. we would, uh, you know, come in and and hang with you. You haven't said a word, Jackie. I haven't. I'm just following you guys. All right. I'm not worried. Right. We have the cow. Oh, okay. okay. All right. so, let's play the cow. Yeah. This, this was a, a crossover. crossover. Yeah. All right. All right, here we go. You'll be Braunschweiger, you know what I mean? Hey, yes, if he is, yes, if he is, yes. I don't think Pierre saw this picture yet. I don't, I don't know, Pierre, Pierre, Pierre you see the picture of the cow? You see the picture of the cow, huh? You'll be joining Save the Cows. Yeah, yeah, wait a second. I, uh, I definitely oh, enjoyed the call. I thought that man was very nice. I thought he was very nice, too. He's an amazing guy, amazing guy, you know what I mean? I thought he was a very pleasant man. Oh, I love cows. I know you do. I know. I know. And I don't eat them either. I know. I know you love cows. You I don't love eat them. Cows. I don't eat them. But you do something even dumber than eating cows. What's that? You talk to them while driving past in, in cars. Do, well, no. Not only that. I will. I have been known to stop a car and go over to a cow field and and they'll stop what they're doing and say, "Are we on the right side of the fence?" <laughs> no. And they look up. They look at you with this big expression like, what an ass. That was in the days where we actually could get away with saying hey, hole on the air. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We yeah. used to. Yeah. We used to yeah. all the time. And it was, it was a standard, and, and then it became. No. Well, right. John, didn't you used to play uh, the song A-Hole yeah, by yeah, Dennis yeah, Leary? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, I right. remember that. Thank you, Howard. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Janet Jackson did a lot of that, too. Remember yeah, when Janet yeah. Nipplegate oh, happened? Yeah. It was like, all right, no more of this silliness, sexy right, right, right. stuff and, and, and the wildest thing is, I don't know if you ever heard the story, but do you know how many complaints came into the FCC over Nipplegate? Like three? No, 11. 11. 11 was the, yeah. was the, was the number. And then, 11 so, you, yeah, so the size, whole nation yeah. had to suffer because 11 people saw it. And we had to take the swear words out of all the great rock songs, yeah, like, yeah. who the F are you, and right. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So that was annoying. That yeah. worked. <laughs> um, anyway, so I just thought it would be fun since I was on a show to ask John to come I in. I love it. Uh, to say quick hello and to uh, get Jackie off on the right start. Uh, I've got to go to the airport uh, and catch a plane. Yeah, uh, your, your flight leaves us last Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He actually, did Did he say this earlier? Did he actually postpone he his did. trip? He did. Right? Yeah. He postoned that, his trip. That's why so I should that's leave a now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I wouldn't have done it. I, I know you wouldn't have. <laughs> I absolutely know you wouldn't have. Uh, my flight Wait, said, can, I, can I tell one vacation story, please? And, sure. And, and, and because I, I, this is my favorite thing about you. We went to do a week of shows in London uh, uh, at the Sticky Fingers uh, restaurant. Yeah. Right? And that following week, and we the reason why we went that week was going to all these people around, was the Nebworth Festival was coming up. and that was Nebworth. The first, and that was the first time it was really being paid attention to in this country. Big castle, right. giant estate. Right, right, right. And, 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 and the estate is really just a giant 
sheep field. Yeah, okay. that's all it is, right? Yeah. So it's you know grass and sheep poop the whole <laughs> entire place. And he the, the, the last day they goes. Are you going to Nebworth? I said, are you out of your mind? I'm not going to go stand in some sheep field full of sheep crap, right, and see some rock band. I'm going to Venice, and I'm going to spend my day going, do I want to be in this cafe or this cafe? It was so queenly. It was, I, 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 I just honored him for, for his blunt honesty. I don't want to be in a cow field with, but, but with he, all these, you know. He busted my balls for years about that until one year, he went and he came back and goes, Oh my God, were you right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there you have it. So, so um, remember, always take vacation suggestions. Yes, John has given us very good advice. I, I know how that rings yeah, in this yeah, room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you are correct. John did it. Wow. So, I, so John's going to spend some time with us on Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday and yeah. we're looking forward to it. Which John. is Thank awesome. Yeah. Well, good to ask you a few questions. And you, get out of here. You're on well, vacation. I, oh, my flight's at 11.15. <laughs> I got plenty of time. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Pierre is telling like, Pierre, the truth. This is you, you know, you're going to Sturgis, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I'm going to Sturgis. All right. Well, yeah. Jackie Bam. Should I leave now? Can I? Well, go we haven't done the letter. letter. Oh, okay. All right. So here we go. Preston and Steve on ninety three three WMMR. Now the daily letter. All right. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter letter D, as in Duple. All right. Duple. No, Dubella. That makes sense. Well, we were going to use that later on, but we will use Debella today. Okay. All right. What is duple? What the hell is duple? It was a little word I put together. Well, for God's sake. God, see his letters. Stop giving duple. them all Duple. Yeah. Is this a marriage made in heaven? Uh, These God. two. It's no the... wonder why one fills in for the other. <laughs> you got to see him hanging out. Yeah. I went to London. No, to... you want to see Jackie hanging out. Just look at his pants. <laughs> That's all you got to do. John, look up. No, look. He's wearing stretch pants, no underwear, and, and know, his I, cell I... phone is below his knees because it slipped through his... Through the crack of whatever so, and right, down by his knees. I can, I, can see his, yeah, I can see his duple from here. <laughs> <laughs> I see the outline I can see, I can see, That's a hell Once of a your eyes lock on it, there's no, you, get, you no can't good. avert. <laughs> All right, we're going to give away a pair of tickets to Moulin Rouge, the musical Friday, July 7th, the Academy of Music, and a hotel stay that night at the Bellevue Ooh. Hotel in Center City, Moulin Rouge. By the way, the musical... Winner of 10 Tony Awards, including Best Musical, is a theater celebration of truth, beauty, freedom, and above all, love. You need it all, don't you? I do, man. <laughs> July 5th through 30th at the Academy of Music. Tickets and info at KimmelCulturalCampus.org. Do you do a little shortcut on oh, your you reach? Oh, yeah. I, I do that one day. <laughs> Rest of the week at a Kimmel Center. There you go. Go, go see it. Jackie Bam Bam, what are you doing on the show today, buddy? Uh, we're going to block at the Clash. It's Mick Jones's birthday, the member of the Clash a foreigner. Uh, we're going to say hello to our friends in the Hooters, yep. and we got one of Pierre's letters uh, for Pink Floyd on the docket today. Very nice. Good. want to thank our sponsor, President Steve Show, is brought to you today by Duncan. The President Steve Show runs on Duncan tomorrow on, on the program. We'll <laughs> duple it up. Uh, we're going to have NASCAR driver Kyle Busch ah. in the studio. From what I understand, we have a Tattoos Day, and we have a lot of stuff to give away this week, including uh, Springsteen tickets tomorrow morning for the yeah. uh, stupid question. So that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. You have a great vacation. Yes. yes. We'll see you on Wednesday. See you on Wednesday. Jackie Bam Bam, have a great show. We'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. <laughs> Everybody, it's good to have you on the bat bat, two da bat, two ba 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 ba
The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives for newly appointed agents. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the United States Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp. That's cbp.gov careers usbp.